your boy low gross also known as big papa skeeto and you are tuned in to episode 265 of the inaudible ruckus podcast on this episode it's me and e-ray holding it down man uh smiles is recording his podcast and free is out handling some business you feel me so it's only right that, that we give y'all the real so we y'all been itching for it man we're gonna talk about our thoughts on the mortal Kombat movie we're gonna talk about um you know a little bit about the nfl draft um and then you know we just got some game for y'all we're gonna lace y'all with some game on these slow news weeks man instead of trying to you know get y'all celebrity topics and stuff we got real shit to talk about so we're going to discuss uh you know millennials you know what I'm saying rising up in the ranks in corporate america but then you know it ain't all that they promised it they promised to us right so you know we got to pivot so we're gonna teach y'all a little bit about that we're going to talk about the FDA proposing a plan to ban menthol cigarettes as well as flavor, you know what I'm saying, tobacco and swishers and all those things, man, and, like, what that could mean. Uh, and then, you know, we got a little bit of recaps on some stuff, man. Um, but real quick, I want y'all to know, man, and, and, you know, I always try to lace y'all with a little bit of wisdom at the top of the show, man. Make sure y'all being intentional, you know what I'm saying, with your goals, with your actions, with everything that you're doing out here, man. A lot of times, man, no intentions is just as bad as bad intentions, man. So make sure you being, uh, you have good intentions and you being purposeful, you know what I'm saying, with your movements and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? For all my kings out there, man, when you're leaving out the crib to go hustle, you know what I'm saying, to handle your business and everything, man, make sure you're being intentional, man. Don't waste time. We ain't got time to waste right now. You know what I'm saying? Stay strong in that. Um... But you know, we we have that's another dialogue, another time and more in depth. Um, but yeah. So real quick, wanna give a shout out to Midnight Club. Make sure you go to midnightclubmerch.com. The naturally named hair moisturizer duel is now available. So go to uh inaudibleruckus.com slash naturally dash nay. That's N-A-E. Uh inaudibleruckus.com slash shop. Also Muse Lux. Uh, aesthetics beauty studios make sure you go follow them on instagram make sure you hit up gross power washing and cleaning right it's springtime man if y'all got those car dealerships or if you're a realtor you know the, the market is booming right now you need to get those houses cleaned up make sure that you hit up gross power washing and cleaning you feel me and also coach works unlimited man get your car together for the summer man summer's around the corner man you might need to get that paint job done feel me uh but also make sure you like share and subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud and amazon music we in this thing all right we're about to get the show booming it's an audible ruckus motherfucker all right y'all you already know what time it is get ready for the most electrified man in podcast so put your headphones on and sit back as we get ready to bring the ruckus motherfucker give me the mic so i can take a word now the party didn't start till I walked in And I probably won't leave until the thing ends Alright 
right y'all we up in this day this is episode 265 i'm here with e ray right. e what up though what's good bro chacho the bad guy honorably or dishonorably depending on who you are to me what's going on my nigga got a purple heart for war and ain't never left the city Hoes be like, E-Ray, <laughs> you so pretty on the dick like they heard you goes right for P. Diddy. <laughs> All that. And then so Don't um, tell nobody. <laughs> what's good, bro? Yeah, man. Um, another week. Just getting by. Just to get by, like Talib said. Yeah. I, I, making I, it making it happen. I can't lie to you, man. I, I'm I'm with you there. Yes, we making it happen. But uh I'm out here balling on niggas. I ain't gonna, so I, I you know, I have big news. I, I made Let's a post before we, before we, uh, you know what I'm saying, before we hopped on. I've been keeping this close to the touch. I mean, y'all know because, you know what I'm saying, the, the family know what it is. But, like, me and Neezy been trying to move, like, for the longest, right? So, and we talked about it on the Skeeters episode. We went and finally got our keys today. Like, it's real, real. Like, they handed us the keys, no problem. Uh, we walked in, mm. you know what I'm saying? Got to, just, I just kind of took a moment just to breathe it in because, you know. So, for those who are not hip, right? We our lease is up at this apartment. We've been in this apartment for five years, right? And, and I say that because a lot of people, man, y'all could just get a house and do this and that. But you know us, E-Ray. Like we do our due diligence. We're trying to make sure that we set ourselves up for success, right? And so, you know, especially and we really could run a financial literacy course because if y'all really measure do, twice to cut once. You feel me? Okay, so you know. There you go. Because the Inauto Bros group chat is like a financial literacy seminar. You feel me? Like with some of the shit we be kicking, whether it's crypto, you know what I'm saying? Whether we doing like E-Ray giving us resale value tips, we talking stock <laughs> shit. Like we be in that shit for real, for real, like leveling up on, on in a major way. Um, but with the housing shit, right? It was one of those things where one, I'm trying to get my credit into. I have a certain dollar amount that I want to pay as far as my mortgage goes, and I was told, you know, through financial experts or whatever, that you know, once your your credit gets to this level and this happens, mm-hmm. your debt to income, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I could do that. So that's one of the goals that you know myself and Neezy are setting for ourselves. So. We, we saved up our money, you know, the STEMI hit, you know, saying taxes hit. We've been moving a little bit of the naturally made, a little bit of the inaudible Russian smirk. You know what I'm saying? A little money here, money there. Saving, saving, saving. Um, And we were like, we're going to buy a house this year, right? Okay, now, the housing boom just kind of just took everybody <laughs> by storm. It, it became like, you know, it's like it's like uh, prostitution in Vegas, right? Everywhere you go, like, it's just selling everywhere. Ass. I was like, that's a that's a parallel for you. As soon as you real. hop off the plane, right. like like hey, pussy. <laughs> I I seen a uh, TikTok the other day that was like, man, that shit is so accurate. It's like the Texas housing market, <laughs> and they was like, how much for this house? And it was like, uh, eight hundred dollars. There's like, oh really? And then dude was just like, eight hundred? I'll give you four hundred thousand. Yes. It's like. But why? He just yeah. said eight hundred. Yeah, I'll give you seven hundred thousand, and they just kept going these astronomical numbers just because other people are just into it. So it is uh, the te- the Texans. Texas property has already been nice, yeah. but it, it wasn't like this. It's, then it's, you got it's the, ridiculous. The Californians, then the New York people that they're used to paying several hundred thousands of dollars yep. for not so much real estate so they get down here and they throwing their weight around like, like this shit's atlanta shit. yeah <laughs> like, facts give no. me give me a multi give me a multi-million dollar mansion uh and i'm only gonna pay eight hundred thousand. yeah cool they it's the market is so hot right now that 
people who are renting are just getting kicked out. Yes. Hey, get the fuck out. Because yeah. guess what? I got baby yeah selling them bitches everywhere it's nuts no respect for the renters right so and and because too right and i hear people they like well bro all you got to do is this all you got to do is this and that okay i don't know if y'all notice we have a baby (laughs) on the way so i don't have time i don't have time to be all right let's go take a look at this house oh we gotta wait and see it's gonna take two months to close and escrow this that no i need my baby to like come home to something so we were (laughs) looking to rent and to your point there's no respect for the renters in this market right so they looking at renters at like all. like you got a seller's market it, it's like being on the block right and you selling dope if a nigga run up with a hundred dollars you gonna serve him versus the nigga running up with ten dollars so the renters we the ten dollar niggas and you looking like man if you don't go on somewhere with that little weak ass dime right so that's how like, we felt why, and we did why would i take house. the payment plan when i can get all that shit up front yeah in cash yeah. especially depending on some places because that's also another trick uh, for the people that are un- uninitiated. Ah, 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 can't even talk. Uninitiated. Uninitiated. If you have real estate money from, let's say, other countries, a trick that people from, let's say, uh, China have been doing for years because they don't know the fluctuation of their market, they've actually been just purchasing real estate in the states so they'll buy a new york property and there's no uh, law or anything against that they'll buy a new york property and just hold it they won't rent it out (laughs) anything because it's just going to hold its value just having that money there because they know the dollar is where it is and that's usually the the kind of metric as long as bitcoin or something don't just take its place but the yen or whatever that shit could fluctuate. You don't know what you the government's going to put on you. So if you got to get your money out, you giving it here. So they're now, I, I was talking to somebody on a cruise uh, a couple years ago, and they were saying, yeah, some some family was living in this one house. An Asian guy just came up to him and was like, hey, I'll buy your house right now. And it's like, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I'll yeah. think about it. We're thinking about selling. It's like 300000 cash. Right now, in a, in a duffel bag. Yes. In a Nike duffel yes. bag. No, Needless no to say, moving on up, moving on. <laughs> Them niggas was out fast, um, and I was like, that. So you got to deal with all those things. So many factors, yeah. and the pandemic has only made it more apparent of the haves and the have-nots. Yeah. So, well, well, I ain't gonna lie to you, right? And it, I, for the first time in, in, in almost seems forever, I'm a have. <laughs> hey, because. I went, I went into a lot of this shit, like, cause you know, so you go in uh, with the housing shit, right? It's like, okay, well, you, sometimes, <laughs> not for real, for real. You, you got to sell the narrative and stuff. So, oh, we're a pregnant family and we're trying to start our family. And, and I, I told my wife, I was like, fuck that. We've been told, this is a capitalistic uh, uh, country that we live in. We've been told that if you got money, fuck it. And I was like, I got money. You know what I'm saying? So I'm walking in, and I went to a couple of the other showings for some of the houses. All right, big techs. Well, not like, like with, with the. So I walk in, you know, with my little polo on and stuff. Hey guys, my name is Lauren, and I, me and my wife would like to procure a domain to to reside in for our family. And I was like, bro, two no. rooms, please. Yeah, and I'm like, well, <laughs> we was looking for four. Four, uh, yeah, we really like the space in the domicile in which we're trying to procure, right? And so, but I was like, fuck that. So I told my wife, I was like, no, we've been told all our lives that cash is king, nigga. I have fucking money, nigga. I could go in there and put my dick on the table if I feel like it, nigga. As long as I got money, hypothetically speaking. Hey, don't catch cash. Well, I was like, I, don't I catch case now. Hi- Everybody got a price. <laughs> <laughs> That's hyperbole. I'm speaking hyperbole. It's a metaphor for just 
like you know what I'm saying if you ever been in the business world you know um you have the funds yeah to procure whatever you need over the next man because you up right now yeah I, i'm up so we go into this one place right this luxury apartments this night because we we just uh we surmise that we're just gonna have to end up getting an apartment just because now nah, we're gonna end up paying the same amount anyway but at least we get to still be in the area and we can still save some more right that's the goal without so, people trying to kick you out exactly so we're, <laughs> we're gonna save and then we're gonna be like all right well next year we will have more money and then we'll we'll look at the housing market again hopefully it'll cool down by then but if not we'll be even more up so then we can walk in there how much for that white tiger you got over there uh so we pull up. What was that? It's my dick. Yeah. It's on the table. <laughs> Be like, how That's much? I just start unzipping my pants. What are you doing, sir? Oh, you uh, know what's going on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Gotta, gotta let you know. Yeah. <laughs> what was that thump? Whoa. <laughs> Three bedrooms? Actually, it's, it's more like gadoom. A two and a half bath? <laughs> two and a half bath? Um, <sighs> oh, 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 my bad. I heard you wrong. Yeah. You want a garden tub? Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so not so so I walk in to, to this one spot. I I literally had Zip. on like a, a midnight club hoodie and like my skull cap on and this and that. And that guy was like, "Yeah, you know, sometimes you know you come in here, but you know we don't judge because you never know." And I was like, "Yeah, because I got money." <laughs> and you yeah. know how it is. So you never know. I don't be stuck. Black card. But it's like like this the most up a nigga that never been. So it's like, bro, like you know what I'm saying? Money talk, whatever. Yeah. How much is that? Oh pay that nigga whatever like fuck out of here what's so, the point of lifting weights if you ain't gonna flex you, that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying that's it that's it oh, but, gotta but get it to, to be real i have not been flexing because i'm you know i'm all about my my, my discipline and staying humble and this and that adult flex yeah, 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 adult yeah, flex yeah, yeah, yeah like you know what it is the flex is is being able to provide for your family at, at all costs and not have to think about it not have to think twice about it that's the real flex yes let's clarify yeah so we do all that anyway today was a combination of all that it's finalized we got the keys and now the hard part begins because now i don't want to uh, we got to move but i'm talking to my wife and no, i'm like you gotta move nah hold on <laughs> I, she... hold on i got money now so hey how much for the movers uh, <laughs> how much oh, for the movers? oh it's different now big Maybe. tax in here actually actually and we'll probably get canceled. Low Texan. We, we about to get canceled because I was about to do it in traditional Texas fashion. I was about to just cop a twelve pack of Coronas and just pull up to Home Depot and just be like, "Hey, <laughs> rapido, orale, vámonos." Hey, horse. Have a mariachi band just just getting it. Hey, I mean, honestly though, there ain't nothing wrong with that because. Those those people are there for a reason. They want to work and they need some work. Get it done. And I get got it. Done it. For you. I got it, nigga. <laughs> but, anyway. Look, I've I've had I've had uh, interesting experiences. I've moved myself. I've moved with friends, and I've paid movers. Um, the latter of which, thank which God, I worked in the bank industry because I knew about chargebacks. I was like, y'all broke a lot of shit in this house moving this shit. And I am thoroughly unsatisfied. And av- when I let uh, the missus handle things, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm busy. Uh, whatever. I call and they're like, oh, yeah, we could, could help you out with uh, 80 bucks uh, to take $100 off. It. I'm like, no. How, how much was that? I was like, there was like $1,800 worth of moving or $1,000, some shit like that. I'm like, uh-uh. Went up to the to the bank like, no, we're going to do a chargeback fill out that paperwork mm-hmm. send that shit and because them niggas knew they was in the wrong and they, they had, they like had a to roll business, with it they couldn't they didn't fight that shit it took it right back went right to the account yeah money 
Money. When we moved, yeah, when we yeah. moved from Detroit to Houston, they they broke some shit and they lost some of our shit and they gave us our money. But like, no, we need all that three hundred dollars. We need we need this. We need that. Y'all fucked it off. Like y'all sent it somewhere else. That shit don't even match that. Like like that's y'all bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we gonna do that. But I only Hold bring niggas accountable. I only bring that up because this goes into our next topic and we talked about it in the group chat last week but i wanted to bring light to it just because you know this is a slow week but we use slow weeks as, as educational moments right but there was an article that came out and it was kind of just discussing how you know millennials are making it into the management level in corporate america but they've gotten there and they hate it now right and so the, the article just, just to give you an overview it was like as millennials begin to turn 40 in 2021 cnbc um has launched the middle age millennial series exploring how the oldest millennials of this generation have grown into adulthood amidst the back the backdrop of the great recession and the COVID pandemic what they've learned is millennials have gotten a bad rap uh since they started entering the workforce they often uh, stereotyped as lazy entitled employees who will trade company loyalty for the ability to leapfrog into management that they have not earned their words not ours um they want to work for a values-driven company with a casual dress code but the reality is here it is Many millennials went to college at a time when education costs soared and graduated into a financial recession. They sent us out into the world barefaced and they gave them, uh, those are my words, not theirs. They gave them limited career opportunities to pay off their student loan debts and let alone save for financial milestones. And then the companies begin, they dangled the carrot, they begin to eliminate middle management jobs. The ones that we were working towards, that we were working our asses off for, and the job market tanked, and then now these senior leaders who weren't pushed out of work, they delayed their retirement to stay around at the very top. They got older, they stayed longer, and they got richer. Okay, now it's the millennials' turn. So E-Ray, because we 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 do a lot of self-development and, and, and talking offline about our careers and, and kind of like our trajectory and stuff. Where do you see? You know what I'm saying? Like as far as like like working up the corporate america chain i know you got a lot of different friends in a lot of different industries how do you feel about this bullshit um from the millennial perspective i think it's dead on as far as getting there number one and hating it yeah because i know a lot of people and i think this pandemic did the most for so many people just showing them like look your happiness is a priority and there's money to be made out there. And usually you're gonna make more money fending for yourself than talk about you know, it, doing it that way. The problem is, which uh, I watched something, I can't even remember, I wish I could cite the information, but I did watch a, uh, a documentary or a clip of a talk of some sort that was discussing, um, basically it was like people that were, uh, let me think about it. It was people that were trying to get into uh, management and things like that and like maybe they got laid off maybe they got fired whatever the case may be and then they start fending for themselves they did better but they would have never known that because of the um the clip actually went into more of what was it <laughs> damn it slipped my mind i'm trying to grab it and it's, it? it's leaving me Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Neezy here. I wanted to make sure that y'all go and get your Naturally Nay Instant Moisture Duo. That's right. You know, this Instant Moisture Duo can be used on braids, locks, twists, beards, and all of your natural hair. The moisturizer is all natural ingredients. One of our key ingredients, aloe vera. You know, aloe vera is really great for your scalp. 
And our oil blend is a mixture of the best oils that you can use to promote hair growth and give your hair a good shine and overall just a natural glow. So you're getting two amazing products. Make sure you go to inaudibleruckus.com slash naturallynay. And also you can follow us on Instagram at naturally underscore nay, N-A-E-E. Um, oh, it was about the, uh, damn, I cannot think of it. The, uh, companies were building, there we go. It was building the foundation for the company. So the foundation of schooling and everything that we know as education was not built for entrepreneurial work. It was it's not built slavery for, <laughs> yes, essentially. Indentured servitude. And the thing is you get conditioned by getting a check every week or every two weeks. So knowing that money is coming in, it dulls your senses and it yeah, doesn't it makes bring you docile of you as far as a worker. Yep. Yeah, you're very comfort you're very comfortable and you don't really do anything outside of that because why? You know your money's coming. So you just do what you're supposed to do. Da, 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 and then maybe, you know, I hit my numbers. So I should naturally progress, right? And yeah. yes or no, because the yep. company could have a bad year. So it doesn't matter. But what they were saying is you're not built for the entrepreneurial work and the the best thing that happens with entrepreneurs is uh basically a culture shock yeah so you yeah. oh it shocks your system i don't have this money coming in every week what the fuck am i gonna do so talk about it you start thinking and you start well, turning on. and it makes you fend for yourself so as you said the yeah. wolves hunt you gotta you gotta yeah, eat, you what, you eat what you kill yes um I, and i say it like this though right because i've had i've I feel like my career can be uh, a bit of a case study, so to speak, right? I was that traditional, I was the first generation college student. I was groomed to like go into corporate America, get you a good job, work really hard. And get those you, go benefits. to college, go to college, be get you that can degree. Be. Yeah, but you get in there and you find out like, oh shit, this is a different game than what our parents was playing. And I only say that because this is one of those, like by the time you get to the feast, the scraps are all that's left, right? And they giving out these titles and the pay may seem cool, right? But when you factor in inflation, it's basically a wash, right? There's no real perks to getting into upper management. So you can get with a company and they'll say we'll have a lack of loyalty, but they ain't loyal to us because they will burn you out. This ain't our parents' day where, like my mom retired after like 40 years on the job at her company. They, I, You'd be lucky if you can stay two or three uh, years at a company, right? Um, Thanks. And, and I'll say this to your point, right? Which you made a very good point that, that I've watched my career turn into that because even though I'm, I'm still working in corporate America, I had to freelance for a full year. Like, and I was tough. Mm -hmm. That that lets you know, like, what you're really made out of, right? Like you said, we mm -hmm. don't know where that check is coming in at. But that helped shape me getting back into the corporate space to where I'm going to utilize that information to fund my extra endeavors, right? Because a lot of people. Um, when you get that office instead of that cubicle, right, they're going to lock you in and have you working from, from till 10 p.m., right? And that, you're going to need that comfy-ass office, right? So they're going to work you like a slave. Yeah. If, if you, you sleep make there it, now. Right? It's, your, it's your bedroom. Yeah. But this is the thing, though, and this is where our generation is catching on, and I hope that y'all that listen to this show, like y'all picking up on it, too. Our generation, we, we want to be our own boss, to E-Ray's point, right? 
we know if we got to deal with that corporate fuck shit we might as well deal with it on our own terms so i suggest all of y'all out there looking we talked about getting llc's and all that with the stimulus check become a freelancer develop a skill or a trade that that, that can work for you become an independent contractor and freelance become a 1099 employee fuck that w2 shit fuck that w4 shit get out here and grind be a real ceo now i'm not going to lie to you it's going to be hard it is going to be tough it's going to be difficult but if you really don't want to hear nobody else giving you lip and you really want to be your own boss then you got to go out here and you got to grind and you got to get that shit you got to eat what you fucking kill my mama used to say this shit all the time she said you got to pay the cost to be the boss be the motherfucking boss and if you ain't got no receipts then you need to shut the fuck up I was gonna propose this be a clean episode, but not this one. Not Fuck this it, one. not this one. <laughs> we gonna do that because we still owe them one. It's we, too we late. We owe them now. a clean one. We'll, when the baby is born, we'll do a clean one and then we'll play it back for. I her. like that. That's that's great marketing as well. You're like I'm, um, a, I'm a father but, now, so hello, my good sir. Right. I am a father, darn tootin', uh, inaudible, I diddly doodly, inaudible it's low, ruckus, low grudely, motherfucker. <laughs> right, Darius Ruckers, Udi and the Blowfish, buddy. Play them out. <laughs> That's what. I, no, but I, I I agree a thousand percent. Um, a trade. I I wish if I could go back in time. That's the one. Now you know people always ask that question. If you can go back in time, what would you do differently? Mm-hmm. I would definitely look into a trade, or either auto tech, or something. Because I I love cars at this point now, and I'm like, damn, I, why didn't I? I don't know why. A lot of, they, lot of money in sold, cars. They sold that cars. shit as underling work like oh you what you want to do go and be a mechanic all your life yeah nigga do you know how many opportunities that opens up for you anything i've learned by working in banking by working um in the uh, like academic or academia is these are the people that i'm servicing like i'm doing yeah. the work for these people that and just paying. do the work they're making way more money than i am i work in the automotive space a master a master technician makes like $120,000. Yeah, and that's a master technician. Yeah. I'm talking about you ain't even got to be that. Just the opportunity if you're being around cars, let's say. If you know how to work cars, then let's say you randomly get into a couple groups and you know some people that know how to do some wraps, do some body work. You start working with them, now you can instantly just start doing wraps for people who have money. And taking pictures of the cars or whatever and there's so many avenues and lanes it's kind of like uh in hollywood everybody thinks oh you got to be an actor no you don't yeah. there's there's the the gaffers the light guys the boom yeah, guys the, the key grip there's so many <laughs> editors <laughs> there's so many different uh positions behind the camera that we are not taught at all if you just go to any of those schools like a alternative art school or anything like that you learn about all that stuff like videographer there's just anything that you can do it's way better and more lucrative than going like college prep and like, oh yeah i'm gonna go to college and learn psychology <laughs> yeah <laughs> about that, <laughs> I, that. I'm, you know what keeps me warm at night <laughs> <My degrees. laughs> those degrees 
Nigga, that's a newspaper. We're I'm not, cold. But but Pete <laughs> game though, no, because you know, I, I felt not on the same scale, but like everybody used to hit like, are oh, you going to school to be a damn disc jockey? You wanna be a damn uh uh you wanna spin records? You trying to be a DJ? And and look at you now. Yeah, but, but it's like the art of communication. And then and then I covered my ass, so to speak, where my minor was marketing, which I didn't realize I did it I did it to balance me out, but I didn't realize that the mm -hmm. bulk of my career will be spent as a marketer. Right. So now mm -hmm. my business is shaped as a marketing and communications firm. So I can do both. Right. But those are my two lanes of expertise that now more and more people need. You feel me? Like people need Absolutely. to communicate with others. Right. So I'm here to help craft a message to reach an intended mm. audience. That's it. It's the best. I, I did want to do marketing years ago. And I was like, man, I fucking love this because I'm remember, interested Remember I in... sent you that big ass fucking uh, digital yeah. textbook of like 300 pages of Here, like... Here's this. I'm like, yeah, that's I'm I'm not getting into this. I, I understand brain. it. I try to read it, but just I'm like, yeah, this is a lot. But it is it's a beautiful thing because essentially it's uh, there's other avenues as well of marketing besides like, you know, some people can do like breaking down of demos and things like that and that's that's an avenue that's a lane but then you got the people that are just kind of focus on one aspect of it like okay we need to sell this or th whatever the case may be it's so yeah. many different avenues but again that's just the things that they don't teach you yeah. they just say hey yeah you know figure it out get your get your life to go because they want you to just in end up in corporate america yeah. and just kind of recycling rehashing but because you're made to be a worker and not ever your actual own boss yeah but, but this is why I say too, though, right? Because we're in that space where everybody wants to be their own boss. I think that everybody should cultivate some type of skill, a, 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 a relevant skill, right? Which that's subjective mm -hmm. because things come and go. But find you something that works for you and something that's of, of service to others. And I only say that because we are in, a, in, we talked about it earlier, right? We was cracking jokes, but people are willing to pay for shit, right? They're the DIYers. And then there's the people like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to pay somebody to do it. So your expertise is valuable if you can become an expert in something, right? There are people that are throw, that are throwing money around. There's people out there right now that's like, look, I want to do a podcast. A podcast would be cool. And we, we know you get into episode seven and you're like, all right, look, this is difficult. All this editing and marketing. I can't do this. Find the fucking professionals. Hello. What's up? Hey, guys. All right. That's where big techs come in. <laughs> what up? You feel me? Uh, Low Flex is from Texas. Call me. I got your pod needs, baby. No on Flex? Yeah, all that. Long distance place from Texas? <laughs> moving high, <laughs> moving discretion? No. Yeah, the, I mean, I, I agree a thousand percent. It's always um, an avenue to have a skill. Like I look at, I had a brother that's a barber and technically like an electrician and a carpenter and a registered nurse. This nigga just stacking all the fucking uh trades like the infinity gauntlet this ain't gonna snap his finger and build you a house yeah. and then take care yeah. of you in the house it's amazing and then my sister she ran a daycare for years she had two three daycares at, at one point so just having these like kind of know-hows these skills and and different things like that that can get you paid instantly either from the government to do or from people like barbershop there's definitely some people always gonna need a haircut or some type of styling to their hair. Facts. So especially if you tap just in, just be with on the market, time though, because you, you know, you, you know how we one. feel about barbers, man. Be, I feel like if okay, real quick tangent. 
if a nigga want it. if a nigga wanted to be a barber but had the same professionalism as like a corporate entity or something like a like a, a great cuts or a sports clips or some shit, a nigga would be on. But most of these niggas just I'm a barber, I smoke weed, and, I, and nothing right. wrong with smoke weed. I'm but, a barber part time. Yeah, but I pull my up, I pull up when is, I feel uh, I like rapping. it. I got, and I got, I got my mixtape. Yeah, it's like, bro. First off, where am I gonna listen to that CD, sir? Like, there's. And you know, I fried chicken, right? <laughs> and, everything. And my old lady, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She, she do, uh, she do hair and makeup. So you know, if you ever need your hair and makeup done, like, right. nigga, I get a haircut in here with you. Where am I gonna need makeup? I'm not on TV. Um. Hey, but if you need, he got he got somebody for but you. Bro, and that's like, the thing, nigga. If show you, up. He got five niggas in the Don't in know the them seat. things. I don't trust them. That nigga's trash. That if your barber true. ain't got 18 side hustles, don't cut my hair, bro. See, I'm the opposite. I need you to cut my hair when I need my haircut. Like, like, I, oh, don't, no, I, I don't need you yes. to mosey on in there. You got five niggas waiting, and, and you told me to be here at 930. You show up at 1. Then you, you got a chicken <laughs> dinner that you got from your old lady because she sell dinners. You and her sell dinners on the side. And you got to eat your... Man, I'm going to be with y'all in a second, man. I just got to eat lunch, man. I've been working yeah. all day. <laughs> nigga, I have to be yeah. to work. I don't have time to wait for you, nigga. Anyway, I digress. Uh, no, I, I feel that, but I'm just saying, the nigga that has like 18 side hustles cuts hair phenomenally. Somehow, this nigga just does really good work, but you you don't know when you can get in there or when this nigga Focus. might show up or Focus. be doing drugs or something. I might just become a barber. <laughs> I think I'm gonna become a barber. I think I can make it either a barber or a real estate agent. I think I can become. I, I can make a killer. Hey. I, I might need to do both. I'll be like, hey, I show you an open house and give you a lineup at the same time. Hey, you fresh. Ah, we got an open barber house. Ah. Yeah, like, mm, I'll be with y'all in a second. Next, then show them by, oh, yeah, and that's the garden tub. Look, I am wishing a garden tub in my future. I yeah. promise you, I'm too damn long for a regular ass tub. Uh, be sitting there looking like a shack in a damn Kia Soul. Uh, all right hard pivot though because I, I got this next topic and i you, you a real introspective dude man and and we talk about this especially when it comes to mental health because remember i think a couple years back i think it was like 2018 or 2019 mm -hmm. we went on a run where we every episode was just mental health mental health because niggas was going through it and we just niggas was going crazy sure. yeah 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 this is before hey, the man, pandemic. How you stand up. <laughs> i'm fucking dying inside <laughs> i'm crying help me every day <laughs> Hope y'all like this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking sad. Inaudible ruckus. But no, so I, an article came out. Nothing is definitive yet, but it's saying that the Food and Drug Administration announced its long-awaited plan to ban the uh, last uh, last flavored cigarettes that still allow, which is menthol. Uh, so Newport's is about to be out the picture. It also said that it would ban all cool flavors of mass-produced cigars, which are popular among youth. The ban would apply only to sales, manufacturers, and imports, not personal possession. Right? Uh, let me read this quote from Janet Woodcock. <laughs> hey, Janet. Um, together. These actions represent powerful science-based approaches that will have an extraordinary public health impact. According to Janet hmm. Woodcock, the FDA's acting commissioner, that, that's who Janet is. Uh, she said in a statement, we believe these actions will launch us on a trajectory towards ending tobacco related disease and death in the U.S. That's all I'm reading her. Um, they found out here. On, let me give you some more analytics, more analytics for your they head. They found out. Okay. Hold on, hold on. More analytics for your head top, just because you know what I'm saying we credible and shit. Uh, menthol flavor, the agency says, 
makes it easier for those trying their first cigarette to become addicted and then tougher to quit. The current annual death toll from smoke smoking related diseases in the US stands at 480,000 with black Americans disproportionately affected. Since the 1950s, like everything else, man. Menthol, menthol cigarettes have been aggressively marketed to black smokers in the US. Roughly 85% of black smokers now use Newport Cool and other menthol products. If you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy duty equipment to bring your visual concept to life. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. Uh, although the national rate of smoking has declined from 42% in the 1960s to roughly 14% today, who's still smoking cigarettes? The, the percentage of black Americans you know. who I know who have successfully quit is less than that of non-Hispanic uh, white smokers. Now, the other thing, before we get into our takes, the other thing that I want to make note of, they're also talking about banning uh, Backwoods, Swisher Sweets, and they even said King Palms, which I when I do smoke, I smoke out of King Palms. So... I have a problem with this. I don't even know. The- um, it's like a little leaf. It's, it's, a, it's, it's supposed to yeah, be a non-toxic uh, leaf or whatever. For dramatic effect. Yeah, I got you. I don't know what that is. Um, now, first off, give me your take on King this, and then we, then we can then we can go into the uh, we can go into the the, the other uh, connotation off of this. But what's your thoughts just on them banning menthol cigarettes? You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Say it's it. been a theme every week where i've had to like talk to a certain demographic of of america but you know what i feel like this is a interesting development because whose idea was it to number one janet woodcock add menthol to the cigarettes and then market it so aggressively to another demographic richard nixon ronald reagan hmm the president of the united states who happens to be okay interesting demographic yeah here we are here we are um but as i was saying you about to get us canceled they about to send us a cease and desist this is propaganda this is slanderous i mean i mean it's it's very interesting i think it's like okay like we said, who still smokes? But everybody that's like forty-five still and smokes. up, yeah, yeah, they still smoking. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some of them cools, some yeah, of them, them cool blacks and all that shit. Yeah, yeah I'm black glad I quit be smoking the shit out of some cigarettes. I ain't never smoked a cigarette in my life. I might have hit one one time on accident. I smoked but, a cigarette once. Yeah. I smoked. My grandmother and, gave me a cigarette. Like I was talking too much. She's like, "Here, baby, you talk too much. Here, shut, just shut up." And she just stuck a cigarette in my mouth. <laughs> you talk too much. Take a career-ending <laughs> addiction. Right nah, to the I wasn't addicted, face. but but I understood. Where it's like, "Oh shit, this is smooth as fuck." Hey, all right, cool. So it worked on you. He was like, "Oh, he was like, Daddy, yo, my whole cigarettes because they sterile and I like the taste." <laughs> Bro, my whole vibe changed. It was like, "All right, baby, be cool." Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Let me... Let me tell you something about this podcast, Ebray man. You see, the world pivots around on its axis, and we gonna be here with the I mean, radio waves and the frequencies until it comes. If, if we gonna have a conspiracy talk, did they not condition certain communities for this already by selling what candy cigarettes? Yeah, they did in, in the corner stores. Yeah. And who owns those corner stores? The Arabs. Or the Arabs. I'm sorry, you can't say Arab. Arab is racist. I'm sorry. My bad. Shout out to Dearborn. I love y'all. You can put a beep right there. And who owns the corner stores? The beeps? Yeah. I'm leaving that and in. And they, they know. Right. I was like, and then who funds their resources and their propaganda? The whites. It's all about the whites. Uncle Charlie and them. No. <laughs> Every time. It all goes back to the whites. It's okay. We understand this. But, not- but just saying, realistically, if you grow up as a kid, you're just looking. That's aggressive marketing to kids. Adults, they're all yeah. gonna get uh, the Colt 45s. You know, get Billy D. Williams tell you some shit. Hey, baby, I got all the hoes because Colt 45 and smoke a pack of menthol lights, menthol 100s. Yeah. It, it's well, disgusting. I, I think I think we're overlooking the bigger thing is with these swishers and all these things getting banned. Like you know, that's what it really is. And then also, it, my my, you know, I, I come from the hood perspective. What are they gonna do in prison where cigarettes is currency? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how you just take you're gonna strip a whole currency from from a group of people? I, I don't. I want to know like what implications does this have on that? I'm gonna tell you something here. I don't know if you know this. It doesn't matter because <laughs> as we talked last week, prisoners are criminals, and guess what? Criminals, according to some demographic. Don't have rights. They gonna just They're not real ramen people. Noodles. You're right. It's gonna train ramen noodles. It's just gonna be ramen they like, noodles. Hmm. Nah, yeah, hey, hold on, hold on. I got love for the niggas in prison. I got a couple people that's in prison. You know what I'm saying? That, that I be on the JPay. You know oh, what I'm saying? No hate to, the, to, my people, to the people in man. prison. I'm just saying what the certain demographic I got you. thinks I got about you. them. <laughs> I I think they're real people that deserve like actual accommodations and things like that, not to be treated as animals or do. Uh, work for a, a wage that is not even equivalent to what they make in India. But I'm not a part of the demographic that we're speaking of. Yeah. So, so, so let me ask you this: Let's take it. Let's take it a level deeper. There was a post. Um, let me pull it up. There was a post or like a meme I saw, right? And that was one of those those things. Where I was like, oh, I'm going to come up with a, a thing that they. Um, a segment called. You me need theme song. music for it. Me, my song. Did you see it? Tell me, have you seen it? Me, my song. Um. Me, my song. So somebody uh posted on Twitter. You know how people uh, should be going viral. The dude was like, "Uh, y'all don't think getting high every day is linked to depression? I don't even mean to call people out, but you're literally altering your natural state." every single day at some point it has to be more than just i like getting high at some point you're escaping and everybody just don't tell me don't judge my vices blah blah blah. what's your thoughts because what's your thoughts and let me take it a level deeper what are your thoughts on the correlation between smoking weed and depression because the old folks will tell you you're smoking that weed you're smoking that weed you ain't gonna do shit in life you ain't gonna be nothing but we know a bunch of productive stoners that get it in okay i know a bunch of them i know a whole gang of them Right. The, these are these are facts, but okay. Let's start first and foremost when it comes to just weed smoking and escapism. 
I think those two are very similar. Uh, I think there is a correlation between smoking Facts. and, you and catching just a flight. trying to escape your issues. What they all say, it, I'm it, catching it a flight. Bro, I'm about to take a flight. I'm about to head out of space. I'm about to be out of this world. I'm about to blow my brains out. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, like I'm about to if, just get out of here. And if you don't think that has any effect on your mind at all, you're delusional. And that's probably why you smoke so damn much, because you don't understand that it's not normal to just see a fucking uh, space cowboy sitting next to you mm. all the time. Well, hold on. Question. Every day. Question, though. Question. That's not normal, bro. By them banning like these tobacco products and stuff, do you see that as being uh, more, is it good that they're shifting everybody over to the weed because now they have a handle, the, the powers that be, I'm saying, have a handle on the weed and this net, and they feel like it may be more profitable now to switch from tobacco to weed? Uh, no, I think all that shit goes hand in hand. Okay. Realistically, you just said, uh, I mean, you don't smoke cigarettes, right? But you were nah, talking nah. about I quit, King Paul's. And- I, I quit black and mild. No, King Paul's are empty, first off. So you don't even have to get them. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So what do you put in the King Paul? That's what I'm saying. It all fucking goes hand in hand. Sticky, so literally, there, there's no like, oh, we're going to ban this because it's going to help that. Those two things are married. So usually people will buy the dutch and just fucking open it up spill the guts out and roll it anyway so by not having that then it's like okay well what they're going to papers now that doesn't that's not going to change like if anything raw cones hey buy a financial tip buy raw cones (laughs) invest in raw cones hey (laughs) you heard it here first (laughs) you heard it here first bitcoin bitcoin (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so look i don't think that has a uh actual deal or anything like that. I don't think that's the major play. What I do think, though, is that they're trying to have some more accountability because they're seeing, like, yeah, this shit is fucked up. And now that most white people aren't smoking cigarettes no more, it's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. this is going to open up for more liability, and now we can address it properly because we are continuously targeting and affecting disproportionately the black community. Yeah. And then we're waiting to clean that shit up till, like, not when the floor is sticky, but when it's some black mold and then grew underneath yeah, the shit, yeah. and now we got to throw out the whole house. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, let's talk about that now. Yeah, I got you. So I, I don't see any issue with that, but I do think there is absolutely, um, um, I would say a piece of it because, again, there are some people that like to smoke, mm-hmm. and they just like to smoke. But if you're smoking every day, and that's like your it's a coping, it's a coping mechanism. Do, morning noon and night if you smoke like your uh, habits for your diet then there's probably a level of escapism or some type of self-medication that you're doing and you may not be addressing the problem you think you just like to smoke but you don't realize that smoking makes you feel better from what you normally feel on a daily basis which is not so good what fat bastards say it's a I eat because I'm unhappy and I'm unhappy because I eat. It's a vicious cycle. So like I smoke because I'm happy, but I'm happy because I smoke. You know what I'm saying? So you get, you get, you get lost in the matrix. Um, I'll say this for me personally, right? Growing up, I didn't smoke a lot. I think I had my first blunt, um, after high school. And then I became kind of sophomore, sophomore year of college is when I became like a smoker, smoker. And even then I had to like go deep into the deep end. So I was like, that's when you chain smoking, rolling blunts all day, every day, young nigga shit. Right. Um, I quit smoking when I got down here because I I was on, uh, contract jobs and you know, you never knew when it was up this and that. So I just had to stay on point like icicles. Um, so what I rationale now is 
I will smoke three weeks on and three weeks off. Now, E-Ray, tell me if you feel me on this. I do that on purpose because I feel, and this is just me and my idea, my ideals, right? So I don't want it. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just offering a suggestion. Um, I believe in moderation with anything, right? So with me, so that I don't, so that I maintain kind of my mental power over whatever, I will smoke weed for three weeks. Like I'll blow it down. I'll buy me a sack and every day after work, you know what I'm saying? I'll smoke one, play GTA, get it in, right? But then- that helps. And then also I'll work on like creative stuff. Like I ain't even tell y'all I got some more shit dropping for an audible ruckus that we working on. Cause I got into my creative bag and all this and that. Um, but then I will take three weeks off and I'll focus more on just like being focused and locked in and dealing with things in a sober mind, a more rational mind. And then that'll help, mm-hmm. that'll help sharpen my analytical and my business mind. Right. So I kind of feed both sides of my brain by doing that. Now, what I have resolved recently is because I think the last time I smoked was around my birthday and I, I, me and my wife talked about it. I probably won't smoke again until after the baby is born, but that's just because I have these big projects I'm working on at work. I had, I, we had the move that I was focused on. And then like, we have all these other things that's going on. I just wanted to be clear minded and being able to kind of stand and face things like as me. Right. Not, not to say that I'm not me when I'm high, but like when you like again, it's, it's, it's a, a different you. Exactly, and that's exactly. And that's real. I would say the the thinking and the clarity to realize. Oh, I got big shit coming up and this is putting a lot on my plate. I'm not going to smoke yeah. is typically um, a minority of the thought process it with is. people who actually smoke yeah. on regularity. I recognize the people who that. smoke are like, they like oh it makes me better i do better when i'm high and this and that or they're like man i got a lot of shit going on i need to smoke just to bring me yeah. level and which, calm my nerves which i can understand so, that because what i know so this is the thing the observation that i made about myself in in these three week increments right mm-hmm. when i'm smoking weed i recognize that i'm more free-flowing i'm more like easy going i'm more like up in the cloud so to speak i'm more light you know what i'm saying like it's good <laughs> When I'm not, and, and you know, it, it's, it's, it's cool. It's like a mental vacation of sorts, like on a daily basis. Like I could just kind of decompress and I could just chill and just whatever. If I get to it, I get to it. If not, hey, it's all good, baby. Tomorrow's another day. Hey, cool, daddy-o. Uh, Peace and love yeah, and soul, daddy-o. Yeah, but if I'm not smoking, I do recognize that I'm a little bit more tense. I'm a little bit more mm-hmm. agitated. I'm a little bit more stressed out, but... Like I, I'm I, like I do subscribe to the way of the superior man, which is that you gotta live at your edge. So sometimes I need to keep my edge. I feel like that if I was to sit there and smoke every day all day, it would dull my edge, so to speak. And I can't have with the shit that I'm trying to accomplish. I can't have that. Now I'm not judging anybody that smokes. This is just a personal like take on it, personal experience. Do you? I personally believe that everybody should do what make do what works best for them. So don't take this as an assault. I'm just telling y'all how I get down and where my mental process is with it. And I love weed, but I just don't love it enough to where I have to like do it constantly. It it's Harold and Kumar all over again. You got the bag of marijuana. It's like, hey Mary J, I love you. And then she be acting up and you gotta slap her. Shut up. Mm-hmm. This coffee's cold, damn it. Back. You need to relax sometimes, and sometimes it's okay to bring it. But I will say this. If you think about it, and the people who, again, please don't offend the smokers, because people who smoke every us. day, they get very angry when you mention anything close to a problem. What? This is natural. It's good for my body. It's good for my brain. It makes me see all my, the things my, I've never seen before. It unlocks <laughs> the gates to my mind. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? 
Are you looking for a reliable mechanic to tune your car up so you can get back and forth? Then you need to call Coachworks Auto. Coachworks Auto offers custom painting, fabrication, and even minor engine repair. Give them a call at 313-779-9743 and set up your appointment today. Relax, bro. Like, I thought it made you relax. Yeah. It's not Jesus Christ. I see Jane. Jesus too. I be smoking that purple Jesus. You ain't never had that. It's crazy, <laughs> bro. You're you're doing a lot. Smoking that but, Bethlehem pack, nigga. <laughs> right. right. Hey, and hey, all the names, hey, homie. They call this the Passion of the Christ right here. You take this, man. You are gonna take flight. Right. You hit the Passion of the Christ. You buy the Redeemer, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> the Redeemer. It's amazing. <laughs> but again. That's fine and dandy. Hold on, real quick, real if, quick. Real, I've, I've had spiritual like reckonings and, and awakenings off smoking off that shit. So shout out to that Gary Payton I'm, strand. I'm, that Gary Payton strand is the shit. Nigga, that shit will get too sky high. He thought, he thought it was Jesus. It was the glove. He no, was no, like no. crossing your ass. He was like, play for Lockdown, get in your stance. Get in your stance. Nah, it's, but for real though, you smoke weed, it's like Moses talking to the burning bush. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Hey. I'll put it this way. If someone came to you and was like, yeah, man, you know, I, I drink here and there. I, 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 you know, I have a, I have a beer in the morning, have a, have a beer, you know, with, <laughs> with my from flight, nigga, and, and, and a beer and I had a beer, go to sleep. You know, that's, that's not a problem. Sometimes I just want to have a beer. You know what I'm saying? You'll be like, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> there's, there's, you probably should go to some meetings. Someone should talk to you because <laughs> something's not right. When you say it like and, that, when you say it like that, it make it look fucked up. It, I mean, there are parallels now, and hear me out because the weed smokers are going to go into into the uh, doctor bag now. <laughs> they go, well, you know, your your, your fatty acids and your or your liver can't handle that with the weed. Don't do none of that. And the electrolytes. So <laughs> So taking a substance and inhaling the smoke does not have any effect on your on your lungs at all. Well, not you'd be a crock of shit. Anything, Don't you fucking lie to me. Anything that alters your state of mind, I learned this in anger management because they say anger is a drug because it alters your state of mind. That's and that, mm -hmm. that's that's where I got the whole moderation kick from because when I took anger management and, that, and I'm gonna tell y'all the honest to God truth, anger management saved my life. Um, it helped me like recognize certain things about myself and that's why I practice the moderation piece because again I understand why the smokers smoke right and it's all good I, I agree with y'all it does what it's supposed to do however you still have to like be be the, the master of your own fate and the captain of your own soul you still gotta like control you right by definition it becomes a crutch if you're utilizing it at every time it's kind of like an inhaler inhalers are great for you in, in the time of need but they can become a crutch because every time you feel a little, it's like anxiety comes along with your asthma attack. So you, yeah. <laughs> but you can also train your lungs to like withstand a little bit yeah. more and more because yeah. if you're using your inhaler incessantly, then guess what's going to happen? You're going to start to build up like immunity to that inhaler. Yeah. So that I got you. It's just like that. Sex is just like that. Yeah. You can't have sex. Anything. Just, it's, oh, not, it's, it's, not, it's not just weed. It, it's, it's a lot of things that, that go into it. It's not just weed. Um, 
it's anything but that's why we're not criticizing people for their vices or, or what they choose to do we just saying is be cognizant of like what what are you allowing to have control over you that's it and, 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 and i'll leave it at that um well well let me ahead. ask you this really go quickly ahead. Go ahead. uh because we that was the second part of it. i did want to do you see a correlation between marijuana smoking or altered mind states from marijuana and like depression it depends like we discussed well, in the group personally chat. personally in, oh. in like a personal level not necessarily nah, nah, you, nah. but i don't the people that you know well hold, okay. on, hold on hold on hold on hold on it it does depend but i say i'm, I'm not going to put it on a case-by-case basis because that makes it too broad i will say it depends on the state of mind that you're consuming the drug if you are using it to get out of like some of those dark places or those heavier things and stuff, it may lead to depression because it may allow for you to, to, to be stuck in your head a little bit and you may not progress forward because you are so focused on all these factors and this and that and you can't, you're stuck, right? You can't move forward beyond that. So I have seen that and I've experienced that for myself where it's like, damn, like I just, and I, again, I just keep smoking it to like keep from uh, handling it, but it keeps actually digging me further into a hole. That was when I was younger and stuff though now I'll, I'll say this so two things one really quickly i think that uh marijuana smoking itself like absolutely that can be a uh, very you don't want to be broad but case by case basis sure but i think people that have um like these issues they're not necessarily letting us know that they have the issues right. so whenever they sure. say yeah man i just smoke you know it get me right you're like, what the fuck does that mean? If you talk to anybody else and they told you they do something that like is just different and you're like, yeah, it just be what I need. I don't know what that means, bro. Right. Well, like you gotta give quantifiable. Why do you need information? It? What are the symptoms right. that you are yeah? But but that's therapy though. We we gotta have those conversations and those dialogues. I think with within our circle, we we you know what I'm saying. We joke and we laugh, but we'll get into the shit. It's like, hey, you good, bro? Like, like, what's really going on with you? Yeah. You feel me? And, and having that, but most people don't. And and I think because I think we've cultivated a space where it can be joke time, but then we can just say some real shit and still kind of yeah be joking about it. But nobody's gonna say you like, man, I'm I'm really. Let's say, for instance, this didn't happen, but let's just say I'm really uh, nervous about being a father. I want to be the best father I can be. Yeah. And never like. <laughs> lame ass <laughs> nigga you nervous about being a dad weak ass nigga yo father listening like no no yeah. one's saying that. everybody's yeah. like yeah that's that's real threat like okay well and then we start to break it down yeah. and talk about it, it so it, it i feel nothing, like we've cultivated a space to do that. so yeah and other people may not have so it you know we already talked about that with black men and men in general really mm -hmm having a safe space to actually just express your feelings and things like that. So I don't think my barber who <laughs> smokes all the time is going to be like, you know what, man? Well, I'll say my barber did say that. He, that, that was my nigga. He was cool. But other people that I don't know as well, they're not going to just be like, yeah, you know what? They're going to say, I need this to get right and keep it very vague. Yeah. That's one. The second thing I did want to address, personal story, story time with Ebray. I'm still ahead. in your segment. Go ahead. Now, there was a time, I, I want to say uh, a few years ago, and like, like, just like you, I think it was sophomore year that I actually smoked, freshman, sophomore year of college, I actually smoked for the first time and was like, in my brain, because what happens is the dopamine that your brain has been saving up for so long and it drips slowly and releases these chemicals. When, when you smoke for the first time, the THC 
hits that uh, center, and that shit just floods your fucking brains. Yeah. Oh! The first time. That's you why be you, you, you be chasing that high over and over again because it ain't nothing like the first time. Right. So that's why people get stronger and stronger marijuana and uh, you come to the moon rocks and the Gary yeah, Payton. Like, if I had some moon rock and some Gary Payton, like, I'd just be dead. I'd be sitting there killing and myself. That moon rock ain't no I joke need to defeat though. myself mirror match. I'll be losing my shit. I had some tropical punch when I was back in Detroit. That shit slapped too. Shout out to Runts too. That Runts go in too and the cookies. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm going to say this. I There was a time and I was having bad anxiety issues. Uh, I, I, again, this is personal experience. I was starting a new job. I was starting to feel a lot of imposter syndrome. This is all reflection. I didn't know this at the time. I was feeling imposter syndrome. I was feeling overworked and like I didn't belong. And I was trying to like, I got to keep the lights on. We just moved into a new luxury apartment spot. So shit was banging. I'm like, I need to not feel this way. So I was like, instead of taking medicine or something like that, it's like, I smoke a little bit. I started smoking. Things were like, okay, cool. I got a vaporizer. So I was like, I'm going I'm to do it this way. Okay, damn. And You're I, doing I it to, But it was, it was a dry herb vape. So it was, it was very, you know, you could do your things with it. But instead of like smoking too hot, too harsh to the lungs, I'm like, oh yeah, this is smooth. I had like a little ice bong or some shit like that. So cool shit. But one day, I kid you not, I got too high. And I was smoking to just, you know, you know, mellow myself out, keep the anxieties off. Yeah. I smoked. We was watching some shit. I got oh, so shit. high that I got lost in in myself, in my thought. I everything expanded. It'd be like my that. view expanded. Like I don't know. You, you was in outer space in, in another dimension, and you could see like the four phases of yourself. In the, yeah. No, worse, worse. It was just a top bird's eye view of life. So I'm just looking at myself and I'm like, even if I live another 60 years, that doesn't matter. It's it's too soon because the world is this long. So I'm yeah, it's pointless. And I it's, it's all hopeless. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I am in pure despair. I was sitting there at work just typing like, just what are crying. fingers? And I was like, this is, I, it was just so you was at work. I literally just. Well, I, I'm saying I, ah, I after I got unhigh, I did everything to the high myself and i was like cool the next day that might once you plot it's like a inception once yeah, you put yeah. an idea of my brain that shit takes root it's a level it of hopelessness growing. with you every day you're just like Fuck, it was this is this is pointless i was There's literally no just sitting there like why am i even typing what does it matter if i go to work i can get in a car accident and i'm never gonna talk to my girl again i'm never gonna see my <laughs> friends I'm like, i was like i'm just gonna die i was like i'm just whatever i'm gonna die and i just kept thinking like last breath the day you take your last breath it's gonna happen guess yeah. what and then i think my granddad had just passed like a couple months See. prior so everything was just feeling so futile i was like man but, th but that's and that what, was all because i overdid it and my i let my but that's what i said i said expand about, too far about your mindset or your mood when you do get high because i had a lot of um dark things happen in my depression i was going through a depression and i was smoking to mm -hmm. cope with the depression so a lot of my my smoking stuff like it led to a lot of dark shit mm -hmm. a lot of dark hallucinations and shit and that's what made me quit it like a, a while like same. Like, like 10 years ago whatever I had quit it for a minute Before I moved to Houston and stuff Then I had started back a little bit But mm -hmm. I had to let it go Because I was too paranoid It was too much shit going on It took me down too many dark like twists and turns 
And like for me, yeah, man. emotionally, I had a lot of like shit that I had locked away. I'm not gonna say uh, I had buried it, but I hadn't necessarily dealt with it. But when I would smoke, it would bring it all up to the forefront, and I had to face it. Mm-hmm. All. And it like it just was a lot. And then now overwhelming. I, yeah, but now I'm in a better place mentally to where I can deal with it. But that's why you know what I'm saying. I've developed kind of this muscle memory and these emotional like things, and it's a it's a thing. But yeah, absolutely. Moral of the story is: do what you do. We ain't mean to get all preachy, but we just want y'all to be more self-inflective hey, and understand. Be careful, man. If you want to go ahead and and high five African space Christ on the rocket to Mars and shit, Jaman, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jaman. We be Jaman. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, you want to have your space cookies, your your nugs, your rugs. Yeah, your, your flim flams, your wiggly wands. Yeah, your edibles. Do all your that thing. Shit, man. That edible shit, I can't fuck with that. That's a whole other high. Man, fuck edibles. Yeah, man. I've been high for six hours Nigga. sitting there in, in Shake Shack. Like, the burgers are well, done. One day, Nigga, you don't work here. Well, Ethan, go home. One day, I'm going to tell you all the story about how I got high and I ran around my mama's house for two hours thinking somebody was trying to break in. So I'm running around from the window to the back door to the upstairs to the downstairs because they're trying to break in they're trying to break in to the point where i had to go upstairs climb in my bed and put the covers on and be like look here god i promise that i will never get high again if you allow what you say unhigh yourself if you will allow for me to not be high right now i will never smoke again right so i i just and i finally fell asleep and then i woke up and then my boy cash shout out to cash he hit me across the street he's like hey I got another sack. You trying to come through? And I looked up to the sky, said, sorry, God, I lied, but give me one more try. <laughs> and then I smoked again. Um, but we got to cut to some music. Go ahead. Go ahead. We need two, two, two things that we need. The episode, we just tell the high tales. Because mm-hmm. them shits be funny as fuck. I got so... We I probably should have did it for 420. I know. Next I, 420. I, that's what I said. That's what I'm like, it. fuck. Because it popped in my mind. That was, that's a good one. The other thing. Or, if you count... All the times you've ever had the um, the Lord, if you just get me out of this, yeah, 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 man, God, Lord Chronicles, nigga. Okay, so so hold on, I got an idea. I got an idea. End of the summer, mid summer, we'll figure it out. We gonna all we gonna all get high separately or whatever, and then we'll do an episode. And then we'll just see how it goes. So we got oh. a clean. We, we owe the inaudibles a clean episode, and we owe them a straight up. We Ooh. all up off this shit. So we, and if I got a couple seconds, in in but I don't want. I don't want to. The whole the goal though is to hide it. So do not tell. So we're not going. We're not going to tell. tell you yeah, yeah. We're not going to tell. We're tell not going to tell you. We're, we're just going to do it. And nothing. Then, yeah. Just going to do it. Be like. We'll work on that. We'll work That's on that. Gonna all be, right. We got to cut some music. Nuts. We got to cut to some music. All right. So. Just in the spirit of balling, because you know what I'm saying? We got it. We already got it. Uh, this Big first flex track is called Money Machina by the homie Tony Del Fresco featuring EDF. Because, I mean, hey, throw that shit if you got it. And then uh, Power Moves by Penny Boy Fresh featuring Rim Steel. Nigga, it's inaudible ruckus. Motherfucker. Oh, my God. It's African Space Christ. <laughs> Trapping out the cleaners, Supreme starts dying like my uncle when you made him. My bitch bad like a leader, and when I'm in my city, fuck a deuce, I pull a leader. And when I'm on the scene, all the bitches wanna meet him. I'm a money machine. Money machine. I'm a money machine. 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 Money
money machine. Money machine. That's a money machine. A money machine. That's a money machine. Bitch, I think it's 9-6. Drop top black with the fifth on the back switch. Bitch, you ain't seen four straight out of Cali. High nigga rock Supreme phone. Supreme is the deep game. That's why your bitch calling, trying to get that Supreme brain. Flipping down sky, man, my real so big, I think my tie's about to pop. See, I ass so fat, I think a penny's about to drop. Camel stick, touch the shit, that's the chop shop. Okay, touch the change, a nigga whip pop. And every time I turn, I go my wheel chop chop. Ooh, a nigga trapping out the cleaners. Supreme starts dying like my uncle when you made him. My bitch bad like a leaf. And every time I taste that bitch, that hoe on a meter. I'm a money machine. I'm a money machine. Money machine. I'm a money machine. Money machine. Money machine. That's a money machine. A money machine. That's a money machine. I'm thinking 9-6 Apollo, old Chevy shit. Big nigga hopping out the Porsche on some heavy shit. Just took a 9 out of brick, threw it on my wrist. Triple X, ready to flick. How look up at my wrist? Hey, look up at my neck, she all up in my grill. Got paid, fuck a record deal. I just cracked seals, sell pills on the daily like a mechanic. Y'all can have drink and let me fuck Tay Heck it on the record for the record. I've been breaking track. Records trying to move a thousand blocks. Gotta keep a clean record for the record still lit. Ask them hoes in the city. BTF, IPO, big money in the city, get it with me. Ain't got the H up in the A up on some trade shit. I got an eight up in the mountain, do a sun kiss. High up on them perks, watch the sun get a kiss. If I'ma get it, it's a hit a hit. Ho, never miss my machine, bitch. I'm a money machine. I'm a money machine. Money machine. I'm a money machine. Money machine. Money machine. That's a money machine. A money machine. That's a money machine. Now my mind throwed off like it don't work in the clock go 
the safety don't work And my nigga don't clean it up like it was a clerk I just sit back cause we came from the dirt Would you think I don't get money or I have a house phone, no caller ID? Cause if you call my phone then it ain't about money, then it ain't about me I just grind and pray hard, fold up, show up and take trips overseas Out of sight, out of mind in the street, a G gotta stay low key Roach niggas watching, haters plot. I don't give a fuck cause they bitch keep bopping Keep lurking in the grass, get the chop in the mask, turn the bitch nigga into mad pop. I ain't tripping, I'm just chilling, trying to take it to the top and to the next level She wanna roll with me, cause she saw the way the ice shine right in the bells what up, though? It's Uncle Skeetar, and you are listening to the Inaudible Ruckus Podcast. Okay, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on SoundCloud. Okay, you can also go to the website and copy some merch, inaudibleruckus.com slash shop. Solid dudes, solid topics, solid music. Inaudible Ruckus, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, 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 yeah. Getting paid, bitch, I'm chasing paper. Known for wrecking, I'm a devastator. Smoking bomb green, hit the detonator. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. Getting paid, bitch, I'm chasing paper. Known for wrecking, I'm a devastator. Smoking bomb green, hit the detonator. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. On the wave, young Kelly. On a on the wave, young Kelly. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. Getting paid, bitch, I'm chasing paper. Known for wrecking, I'm a devastator. Smoking bomb green, hit the detonator. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. And the day that I will drown, yeah. Been on the wave like I'm surfing, uh. Niggas try stealing. The style, uh, I'ma need my reimbursements, yeah. Swear that y'all niggas is clowns, yeah. We do not fuck with the circus, nah. Coming up from underground, yeah. Gotta stay weary of serpents, uh. Know that I'm staying determined to get the paper and raise up my earnings. I get to the profits, they look, check the watch, it's only good doja I'm burning. Smoking alien cushion, my spaceship. Take it up to a new elevation. On the way to the map, put on the gas. Greatness is my destination. Like a durag, I'm bringing them waves in. There's no way you can tame rim. I am a beast, you can't cage in. Keep the squares on my circle, no shape shift. I ain't stopping unless it's by mocap. Niggas blocking, but I cannot hold back. Quit watching and go get your own back. My life is a movie, I don't act. I just stick to the script. Free to lay dip for the chips. Either way, we wouldn't slip. I'm equipped with the grip. Nigga play cinema clip. My niggas still with the shits. It's penny and steel. Two niggas who keeping the trail. 100 like Benjamin Bills. Think about Franklin's and moves that I'm making while blazing on deckness and gripping the wheel. Getting paid, bitch, I'm chasing paper. Known for wrecking, I'm a devastator. Smoking bomb green, hit the detonator. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. Getting paid, bitch, I'm chasing paper. Known for wrecking, I'm a devastator. Smoking bomb green, hit the detonator. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. On the wave, young Kelly. On a on the wave, young Kelly. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. Getting paid, bitch, I'm chasing paper. Known for wrecking, I'm a devastator. Smoking bomb green, hit the detonator. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. Young black and paid. Young black and paid. Setting up shop and getting this bank is Penny the Great. Penny the Great. I'm making these moves, I'm running the play. You know I'm self-made. Know I'm self-made. My pockets fat and overweight. They call me a slave. Young slave. I'm riding this bitch and catching the waves. Me and my nigga, we ballin', looking like. Jordan and Pippin, something y'all can't even fuck with. We run the below like Chamberlain. We get cash money straight, Benjamin. Staying ten toe down, nigga, all in. Going all in, nigga, take the coffin. Home round on the wave on the shark fin. Unverified, nigga, no login. Smoking 9 3, nigga, that's Harley Quinn. My bitch, they red like Harley Quinn. Better fall back with that nonsense. Y'all niggas don't want no problem. Y'all ain't ready for this drama. Y'all niggas don't want no problem. This tech heavy running the mama. Cause nigga, we get it like that. Getting this bread, making this money like that. Cause nigga, we riding like that. Ripping the grain, whipping the like that, cause nigga she love it like that. Hit it from the back, smack that ass like that.
<laughs> Might as well smack that ass like that. Getting paid, bitch, I'm chasing paper. Known for wrecking, I'm a devastator. Smoking bomb green, hit the detonator. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. Getting paid, bitch, I'm chasing paper. Known for wrecking, I'm a devastator. Smoking bomb green, hit the detonator. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. On the wave, young Kelly. On a on the wave, young Kelly. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. Getting paid, bitch, I'm chasing paper. Known for wrecking, I'm a devastator. Smoking bomb green, hit the detonator. On the wave, young Kelly Slater. That was Money Machina by the homie Tony Del Fresco featuring EDF. And then Power Moves by Penny Boy Fresh featuring Rim Steel, E Ray. What the business is. Rim Steel. That sounds like a. <laughs> a <porn name. laughs> I wasn't even going to say. Hey, no. Hey. We, we, Keep it right there. We cracking <sighs> jokes. We cracking jokes. Dog could rap his ass off, though. Like, he a rapping oh, ass nigga. Like, like, listen, like, if you heard the track, like, dog be getting it in. And we done played a couple of his tracks before then. So I, I got to play some more of his shit. He be sending me shit. I got to I gotta put him in the rotation more, but dog get it in. I like niggas with bars, bars. He got bars. Uh, but he probably be he probably be fucking these hoes on the side. <laughs> I was I ain't even, I'm not stepping into any of this. I'm not saying anything. I just had to say rim steel. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm done. All right, there you go. Use that as an intro. You got my permission. <laughs> Player one, fight rim steel. Rim steel. <laughs> shout That's out, awesome. shout out to my dog rim steel. Because also shout too, out to rim steel. The, the thing about him is, man, if you've seen him perform before. The energy. Dog is electric on stage. Cause a lot of these niggas wanna be rappers, but like they gotta have a showmanship, right? You gotta be able you, you gotta be able to like engage the crowd, which he got that. You got the bars, and then he he make you feel him when he on stage. But then you gotta have your finishing move. It's like Mortal Kombat, right? You gotta be a finish Every- him. <laughs> Everything you saying goes with Mortal Kombat or another industry. <laughs> you gotta make them feel you. Hold you gotta on. hit them with that finishing move. <laughs> like, so <time laughs> up. Nah, since we there, since we there, since we there, and this is definitely not our clean episode. Um, do you have any finishing moves? Because I, I, I got about five. I got about five. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I was like a wrestler with my shit. Like when I was when I was young and thugging in the day. Like you know how you got like like if you the rock, right, right. You got the spine buster, but then you got like and then you got the got your five moves of doom. Yeah, yeah. So you got the Samoan drop. Yep. Your spine buster. Your elbow. Yep. You, uh, you got smack, spit on the hand, and smack it, and yep. then of course, and then the, the stump. The, uh, you got to put bottom. in the stump, the signature stump and stuff too. So I had shit like. What was my ignorant shit? I had the skydiver, the chainsaw. He named this shit. What the fuck is the chainsaw? The L. Why do I even want to ask? I had the chainsaw, <laughs> the skydiver, the L. I had to stack the poon, and then um, the STP. Fuck? It was called STP for short, because stack the poon is a little offensive. But STP, and then um, what else? I had a couple other ones. What else? This man was naming his shit. Oh, like and he then the trifecta. He ain't into wrestling. Though. The trifecta was my intro move. That 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 was the lead in. That was like the Luther's press for Stone Cold. Like that that was yeah. So I told you I used to watch wrestling a little bit, but I had the trifecta. I used to I used to start off with that, and then I get into the um I get into the others, and then my finishing move I had the man in the boat. Um, what? Is hey, I was a deviant man. What you? Mean? <laughs> I have Ski uh, yeah. <laughs> That was the finishing move If you want to know 
<laughs> I was the people's I think elbow. I was like, uh, yeah, I was like this Jericho out here. I was <laughs> like, I was calling Shell on the fly you and was, being a goat. Like, you, you was taming lions. Oh, got to lean back on it. Got to lock it in. And they hit it with the cold breaker. Yeah, I was lion salt. Yeah, we was going on wild. But um, now I'm I'm 30 plus. I'm, I'm you gonna get yeah, uh, you get two moves. Old man Ric Flair. You gonna get yep. two chops yep. and a woo. Yep. And I'm sleep. Yep. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Nah, it's easy though, cause uh, you know what I'm saying. I love Neezy, so she still get three hey, of them. She got she, the job she, done. She, she could pick any of the three. You know what I'm saying? But like, I can't give but her the whole seven. Like, choose you know, your fighter. Yeah, yeah, hey, for real. And then I got my moves. <laughs> <laughs> Low kick. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Friendship, <laughs> right? Friendship again. <laughs> All right, man. So I, I got Kombat. to the funnies. Yeah. Now we got to get to the real shit because Mortal Kombat came out, and we we, we gave our anticipation for it, and everybody was mad, man. It, like the timeline was literally split. We had some people that liked it, we had some people that hated it. So where do you stand? Uh. Hated it, <laughs> <laughs> man. I uh, I don't like that movie. I was I'm really disappointed. Damn. There there's so many reasons why. I think we were getting into it uh, offline, but let's let's bring it here because I never really explained. Mm-hmm. Um, I had big hopes for this movie because this is not a low budget production. This wasn't a spur of the moment thing. There is, excuse me, uh, in immense history around it, being from even it getting produced. I think they started the production in like 2012 yeah. and it just kept getting um, kind of pushed back or delayed. Originally, I think James Wan, the famous horror director and the guy who did Fast and Furious like seven and eight, I believe was attached to it. And somehow they settled on a nigga that has his only credit before Mortal Kombat as, as a director is a Star Wars commercial uh, not even a well the, not a what, movie wait, it was the battery not one. a tv show it was the duracell joint with the bunny that yes. did the yes yes get the fuck out of here a star wars commercial they where let it was me like, direct oh. that we were talking about our video our, our video production hey, uh shit I've earlier shot way better films than the duracell <laughs> video i'm just saying i mean I, I could have took a crack at it, if, if you will. But uh, I, I, it's more frustrating because let, let's get into it. The best part of the movie was Kano. <laughs> like, hey, I appreciate that because I'm, I'm the sarcastic asshole. So anytime there's another sarcastic asshole, I have to give props. I just have to. That's just me. Like, I right. appreciate it. And when you hear Kano being the the like the real attraction of the movie, he was the only one who had charisma, the only one like realist stories, and his interviews is hotter. Like it, it didn't make yeah. any sense. I'm like, yeah. why is Sonya, why is Lou Kane skinny Lou? Oh, uh, Michael Jackson? <laughs> Man. <laughs> he looked like Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what what is this trash? Kung Lao look like, bruh, I don't even know. Crazy Rich Asians. No, hold on. It, it was right, no, hold a on, bunch of bullshit. Okay, so no. All right, we went through the characters. We got to get to my man's Cole. Okay, now, Do I know we? I know a little bit about Mortal Kombat. 
but I'm like, wait, hold on, who's this guy? Oh, he about to be Johnny Cage. Okay, wait, that's not Johnny Cage. Who the fuck is this nigga? Then I hit y'all like, wait, is this a? Y'all like, no, he's not a character. He's just in the movie. I'm like, why? Why? Thank you. <laughs> and he was My- Jake. Let's be clear, and y'all know I be and on he was here. Jake. I, I be on here talking. <laughs> so I be speaking in hyperbole all the time on here, but some of this shit be real. That's the thing. We both do this. But Just, the thing about it. me is, you don't know if I'm joking or if I'm serious. If I if if I got into a cage fight, I'll be serious all the time too. That's the thing. If if I get into a cage fight with Cole Young, I'm beating his ass, and, and that's not that's not a joke. That's not a oh this nigga low crit. No, I am I am confident enough in my abilities and in my fighting experience to know I would give dog the fade. And if you from the hood, you know I would dog walk this nigga, like 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 straight up. I've dog walked niggas bigger than this guy, so I already know what it is. You feel me? And y'all know, but but it ain't the size. Hold on, hold on, of nah. the dog in the fight. Nah, Cole Young. It got, don't matter because that dude don't even throw hands. <laughs> Cole Young better have his do rag tied up, really, really tight around me, nigga. You already know what it is because I'm knocking nigga do rag off real quick. Wait, his his special skill was getting beat up. Cast. <laughs> I mean, besides that, yes, that that absolutely was was his skill taking taking ass weapons for others. It was like he was the uh, the Mati of the of the Mortal Kombat heart. Yeah, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll shield you guys yeah. with my organs. Yeah, what the fuck is this? Let me punch my wife and daughter out of this ice forever. It's like, bro, like, nigga, and then it's like, man, nigga, you got fire as your abilities. You can't just like heat wave this shit and and I don't know. Your, he threw your great great grandfather had to come back from the dead to help you win the fade. How trash are Shame. you? I, no, matter of fact, matter of fact, I feel like Cole Young and Scorpion against me and my granddaddy will wash them niggas. If you bring my grandfather back from the dead, me and my grandfather versus them niggas will beat their ass, dead ass, serious. Zombie granddad. Uh, he back yeah, the, I'm, I'm hey, nah, hey, hey talking about y'all don't know my granddad. My granddad will back the pistol out. <laughs> just just uh, blow, finish him. Blah, blah. Uh, have you ever seen um uh Dawn of the Not Dawn of the Dead, uh Shaun Day of the, of the Dead, Dead, the Army oh, one. Oh. Nah. The Army one. They one. start training them to use guns, and that's how that's the image I have my your granddad like, Pull out the pull out the gat and unload on Cole's dumbass because he just sitting there. Pull I got out. cast iron skin. This nigga's skin is uh, is stick proof. He got the non stick skin. Pull That's out the jammy whack. and flat blast both of you. <laughs> yeah, that I. So Cole is the new character of this movie um, that has never been in the movie before. They told uh, audiences that he was based on a character called Shujinko, which for the people who played Mortal Kombat is the generic entry level character that they just play. It's like a, almost a nameless character that you just play around in to understand how to play the video game. If you base a fucking character on this guy, you already, you're already failing. It's not that hard. Guess what? Mortal Kombat has came out with, Uh, three games on next gen systems. So you got Mortal Kombat, the whole reboot. You got Mortal Kombat 10 and 11. You take any of those storylines, which they're already like 10 hours of actual, like, uh, what, it, what do you call it? Like CGI footage type shit with voice acting. If you just translate that to live action, that would have been 3,000 times better of a movie. 
than some shit with, oh, let me go to my tattoo artist and get a dragon on my body. That yeah. makes me worthy of the combat. Yeah. But we're not ever going to actually have moral this, combat. Hold on, hold we're on. just going to fight in a fucking cave. This nigga, get that shit out of here. <laughs> this nigga said it was a birthmark. He said it was a birthmark. I'm like, bruh, that looked like nigga, a that's dragon. Herpes. Yeah, you might need to get that checked out. Um, second of all, so so what I didn't know is I I know I knew some of the story. I knew that su- there was two sub zeros. One was the one older brother whoop de whoop. I mm. did not know that Sub Zero was the bad guy and Scorpion was the good guy. Like they made it like Scorpion was just like so evil and is that no, my nigga? Like you killed his family. What is he supposed to do? What is yeah? He- that that's a thing. That that's always in the Linkway and the. Uh... What's the other ones? Whatever. The Shirai Ryu. There we go. Tama, Those Tama, two hold are on. Big warring. Hold on. You, you and these big words. What the fuck does the, the big word of the... We about to start doing words, erase words with friends. What the fuck is the Lin Kuei? No, the Lin Kuei. That's okay. the... Uh, that's uh, Sub-Zero's clan. Say, and the Shirai Ryu. You're like, what the hell? I was about to say, don't be shouting out to cousins on this podcast. Hey, shout out to my cousin, the Lin Kuei. Right. Linkway and, and Quidon and jo- Josariah. Yeah, all, of them, all the apostrophes in their name could beat the shit out of uh, Cole Han. Cole Han shoes. I don't even know that nigga's name. Cole Han. This will make some good ass shoes. That nigga can't it fight. Was it was Behan. All of them is a whack. Yeah. Uh, Sub Zero was apparently he's in another movie, another fight movie. I just felt like his frame was a little bit too slender. Yeah. Um, the best actor of all, like I said, it was Kano. Yeah. When I seen Shang Tsung, I was like, <laughs> I was done. There's nah, a meme going around. That's a yeah. meme I saw. Yeah. The original Shang Tsung, when you seen him, it's Amazon. Like, yes. That's amazing. I'm gonna get this shit two days shipped. Bong bong. It's exactly what I want. Yeah. The the Shang Tsung in this movie? Wish. Wish.com. Yeah. For sure. You yeah. like, can I even, how do I put this on? Uh, this shit is ass. Uh-huh. Throw more. Throw that Mortal Kombat away. They, they, they tried to tease a sequel. I don't want it. Nah. This one, So this is my thoughts. This is my thoughts, right? And we talked about this a little bit offline. They And I learned this in media class back in high school, man. Hollywood goes what they call bank talent, right? They so what they're trying to do is Mortal Kombat is trying to hurry up and get into these races with uh like these franchises Marvel. with Marvel and DC. Basically everybody trying to catch Marvel. Marvel is the is the pace setter, right? So mm-hmm. they just like, all right, look. And for those of y'all out there, if you ever went to go fuck with a chick, right? And you beat off first before you went there and you just shot that first one off and it didn't matter. It's like a shot in the air. It's like, boom, test fire. All right, cool. I hope good. it's not a shot in the air. That's dangerous. And it, messed up your fucking wardrobe. Oh, I mean, oh, I can't wear not this that, shirt. but like, you Damn. know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I'm about to head over here. Or, or shit. Oh, girl. This nigga. Uh, oh, girl about to come over. All right, let me just let me just tug one out real quick so I don't be as on it when she get here. Boom, right? That's what this first one was. This first one was just, all right, look, y'all know the stories. Y'all niggas this love first Mortal Kombat. Shoot yourself. that shit off. <laughs> Bow. All right. Now, when we come back, because it got renewed for a second one, because y'all niggas love Mortal Kombat so much, even if y'all hate it or love it, we know y'all really love it on the inside, because hate is just love masked. Um, We're going to bring it back. And then we're, right. then we're gonna get into the deeper like oh this is that and that is this and that that's why we did the speed through on this thing. and we're gonna bring back Johnny Cage because we know y'all niggas love y'all some Johnny Cage. 
Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Neezy here. I wanted to make sure that y'all go and get your Naturally Nate Instant Moisture Duo. That's right. You know, this Instant Moisture Duo can be used on braids, locks, twists, beards, and all of your natural hair. The moisturizer is all natural ingredients. One of our key ingredients, aloe vera. You know, aloe vera is really great for your scalp. And our oil blend is a mixture of the best oils that you can use to promote hair growth and give your hair a good shine and overall just a natural glow. So you're getting two amazing products. Make sure you go to inaudibleruckus.com slash naturally nay. And also you can follow us on Instagram at naturally underscore nay, N-A-E-E. That's what this shit is. Y'all gotta yeah. recognize Hollywood. That shit's ass because when the the premise you said was bankable talent. Yeah. There wasn't a talented actor in the fucking you didn't movie. Like, you didn't like Makad Brooks as Jax? You mean uh, Steve Harvey? Listen here, player. <laughs> Mr. Mr. I got robot arms. Oh, back in my day, I was getting so much cutty to earth, wind, and fire. I had to grow some robot arms to grab all this pussy. What? <laughs> Throw that shit away. That nigga was trash. I, I hated the fact that they got powers from these tattoos and all they had to do was believe. Yeah. Stupid. To activate. Yeah. I got a laser I'm like, eye. What? Yeah. I'm, that's not how this works. I'm man. Yeah. That's, that's not how. Not how I, I would where rather did they you, come up with this? I would rather you, you have just introduced Kano with the eye already. And then Sonya Blade kills Kano. And then now she has... Yeah. Purple it, naturally it, nay laser beams out of her arms. Like, come on, get the fuck out of here. That was a, that was a shameless was plug for naturally nay. Thick. Jeez. And, uh, you know, it blew her back out. Not in the way I would have thought, but her back got blown out. I'm trying to see which. So, I'm try, wait, hold on. Let me go through the roller decks of, of wrestling moves of which uh, STP hang. Uh, hang oh, oh, shit. I forgot I had the edge hanger. That was another one of my moves. I had a move called the edge hanger. I call it the uh, the, the guitar pick. Okay. Um, okay. You got the <laughs> you got, you got strum a little jam on that shit. Play that funky music. Right. Yeah, you got hit all that shit. Off. But again, I don't know who they got these second to third tier actors from. They got they nailed it on the Asian representation, but that was about it because they skipped on everything else. This, I'm okay, like, hold on, no. This is the most generic shit I've ever hold seen, and I despised it. The fight scenes, and I was a big Jackie Chan fan growing up. Me and my grandmother used to watch a lot of Jackie oh. Chan movies, Operation oh. Condor, oh. Who Am I, Drunken Master. <laughs> These fight scenes. Now the last one, was, the Bronx. yeah, yeah, you know, you hip, you hip. The last one, the, the last one warriors. between Sub Zero and Scorpion was decent, but all the, these other fight scenes felt like a Jackie Chan movie. It was just overly, overly choreographed. Shout out to the wines. Oh, for instance, uh, time out real quick. Side note, side note, side note. I know for five years we shouted out Corona on this episode, uh, like on this podcast when we drink and stuff. We stopped drinking Corona a long time ago, right? Because one, the virus, and we didn't want to shout it out because of the connotations. So we've been shouting out God in case you guys haven't noticed this is a spiritual podcast. Shout <laughs> uh, out Jesus juice. There you go. Uh, Delicious. Communion wine. So lately we've been drinking this Snoop Dogg's 19 Crimes wine. So I recommend you try that. <laughs> uh, this, is a, this is a spiritual podcast. 19 Crimes. 
I call this shit 187 on the undercover cop, nigga. This is delicious. Murder was on the, the undercover case grape. that they gave me. Oh. Murder was the grape that they gave me. <laughs> this nigga, E-Ray's on fire tonight, bro. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just going to say, because, you know, anyway. All right, but what were you saying? What, what were you saying now? I'm sorry. I just wanted to make that clear. Yeah. Um. Mortal Kombat was trash, man. Fuck it. I don't care. All right, moving this on. This shit was ass. Moving on. I don't want to ever see it again. If you're banking on sequels, you should probably make a good first movie to begin with. Don't right. race. Don't rush the process. What they say? Don't rush the process. Yeah. It's a marathon. Yeah. So start it properly and you'll get there. But we should have known because these are the same people, Warner Brothers Studios, who's been giving us lackluster project after lackluster project all year as they promised all these big hits, but we didn't know these big hits were ass. Yeah. And they also have been responsible for releasing the shit that comes out of the DC universe, which is also ass. ass. So ass yeah. plus ass equals Woo! ass. Booty butt cheeks. <laughs> and we're Booty done. Booty butt cheeks. All right. <laughs> so question, since you talk about the next movie got to be better than the first movie, where are you at on your Fast and the Furious rewatch? Last time we, we, we reconvened yes. with you. <laughs> Where, where you at? Where you at? Because we, hey, let's be clear. We are setting the table for when Fast Nine drops. So we want to just make Fast. sure. So you heard it here first. We're gonna do. We're gonna do straight to the minute updates. We are gonna give you week after week, and we're gonna lead up to it in anticipation. So it ain't nothing left in discussion, right? We covering all the details. Where are you at in your Fast and Furious rewatch? I'm, I'm finishing uh, Fast and Furious Four. So I think it's called Fast and Furious. Yeah. I don't even know. Those, those fucking Fat, titles not, are confusing. It's called Fast and Furious. No. Right. Right. That's what they should have. Fast and Furious. For Locoius. Like what? That doesn't even make sense. Luda. Don't matter. <laughs> Smoke and that stinky Buddha <laughs> and Furious. Seven. Fast and Luda. Fast and Ludacris. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I don't know. Like, no, hold but, on, hold like, on. So, Ludacris wasn't ahead, in that ahead. one. He wasn't in four. Okay, four was okay. So, if I if I had to do my ranking now, I'm as I've watched four. I've seen five enough times to just know that that's solidified in the top three for me. Okay. Um. Wait, wait. In your top three is just remind us. In no particular order, okay. I have to say that because I haven't. I'm not done yet. Gotcha. So I got to watch. Uh. Fast five. Five. The Fast and the Furious, which is the first one, OG. Oh, yeah, because that's set the table for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Tokyo Drift, right? Would you defend Tokyo Fuck Drift? Which, no, but you kind of won me. Death. You won me over with Tokyo Drift. I and I'm with you. You want look? We we argue a lot <laughs> offline, oh, right? Oh, we are gonna talk about okay, it. Go I, ahead, I, go ahead. And then and then the last one is uh, Fast and Furious or whatever, whatever. Four? That weird title one is. Yeah, the okay, fourth one. Okay. So it's five. One, three, four. Yes. So the first okay. five movies, essentially. Because so minus two. Well, so it's the before, first five before you go, before you go though, five, six, seven, and eight—not eight, but five, six, and seven—all kind of run into one. I don't know the difference between those three. See, for me, five stands out as because it's one of my favorites. I can watch that movie at any time, and I'm like, is that is when they introduced movie. The Rock? Yes. Okay, that's nah, the nah, last. Okay, nah, yeah, nah. And then, okay, yep. then they get yeah. like six, seven run directly into each other. I don't I can't tell I can't you tell what the happened between which. each one. Yeah. 8 is only particularly different cuz I know Charlize Theron is in it and 
everybody's trying to race which, against Dom or something. Which, I've only which, seen it once. Which one is the one where they in the Middle East and they drive the Ferrari out of the building? Is that seven? That's seven. That's seven. Oh my god, I hate that movie. But All right, um, so go, go, go. let's get into it. I'm telling you, I have a theory, a working theory. People hate Fast Three or Tokyo Drift because they just don't remember it. Yeah. So I know a lot of people are just hating it because my girl, she's a proponent. Oh, Fast Three, you like that shit? That's because you like. Wow, wow. I like. I like. Shut up. Shut up. Watch it. (laughs) You watching it? Put it on. I put it on. Then, then, by the end of the movie, you was right. Time out. This one ain't that bad. And we killed the second one. Time out. And we're like, yeah, this shit is corny. Time out. We need your girl to come on an episode. We need to do one uh, like like because it's gonna happen. We gonna you, do the you can't be on here slandering her. Ah right, yeah, okay. She gonna catch it. Okay. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> like that's that's life. But Fast Three, I found I love it. You, you made me like I it. Had, I went back and watched it like you said, and and I, I caught it, certain things like you said the fish out of water theme like is underrated. Just period. Just the fact that dog had to had. Yeah. And it's a it, great entry for storytelling. It was the only one, and you called this too. It was the only one that was purely about racing, where racing was the catalyst for it. Everything else was just yeah. some wild over the top shit. Yeah. Viruses. DV, DV, stopping DV. drug cartels. Illegitimate Why? children. I no. <laughs> I had another family. <laughs> no more corona. <laughs> Oh, I had a crazy night with Corona, and I made a family. Bruh, <laughs> My bad. Tama, how y'all bring Vince back, but y'all don't bring back Ja Rule? Because Ja Rule was like, Monica! He lost the bag forever. <laughs> he squeezed that one titty out of existence. Oh! We should just write another movie with him in there. That just like a parallel to fast. Nah, we already did it. Fast presents. We already did it when we when we came up with our speculations about what Fast Ten would look like, and they got to go to Detroit, and everyone sees oh, yeah, the a couple things add. about engines, Monica, and then they on the southwest side of Detroit because Monica was Hispanic, and so then Ja Rule is then like the slumlord. She's a Mexican town. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and she, she had uh, Social Micos. If y'all from Detroit, y'all know about Social Micos or Armando's. You know what I'm saying? Those two of the hot Mexican spots in, on the southwest side. So you feel me? I don't know if they still open or not, but Social Micos used to go. Okay, the chips hey, and salsa was barred. It doesn't matter. It's in family. It's in family and the furious. That's what it's going to be called. <laughs> family and the furious eighteen. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with all of these ideas, but again. Four was also a good movie. The only thing I didn't realize, where, so let me ask you this: Where are you? I gotta cut myself off. Where are you in the viewing experience? I'm at. I finished three. I'm. I gotta start four. I have to start. Okay. Four. But okay, so I won't bring up my point yet. I'm gonna save nah, what it. I was nah, gonna nah, say. Nah, so, say. No, 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 because we gonna we gonna talk about four and like we're gonna just do it in segments okay. leading up to it because it comes out in June. So okay. we just slowly just we got time. In there. We got time. Okay. Exactly. All so. Right. Again, let's talk about one through three real quick. Three, I love that movie because, like I said, and we talked about Fish Out of Water. That's a great story to tell. You take somebody or something that you know, like, okay, you know this um, this cowboy-esque, like, just country white boy, and you drop him in the middle of Tokyo. You already, as a character, feel in, endeared to him because you're like man i wouldn't know what what the fuck is a wabaki what is what is this what is that what is a gaijin you don't know you're learning yeah. with the character they so talking it, shit these it, niggas talking shit 
yeah so it's automatically ingraining you at like with the character like okay cool then you meet kind of like the sidekick if you will the comedy relief and it's like all right you cool little guy blah blah, blah. fine and now it starts to get to the nitty-gritty you meet the girl that's from there but not necessarily from there and and him fucking up the car because it's bravado and they, it's really well told story there's like okay all of this makes sense I don't find too many plot holes in this movie, which you've, uh, the only thing I don't like is probably like the first 10 minutes. I think that shit yeah. is stupid. Yeah. But other than that, as soon as he gets to Tokyo, that shit gets great. And then it doesn't let up. Him learning how to drift is lit. My affinity for uh, Japanese-made uh, cars is probably why I like that movie. Yeah. It's all the dopest cars. Mr. Like, oh, Miata. <laughs> we go get your new nickname is Mr. Miata. Miata. Miata Mike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the um, the Miata, the 350, 370Zs, the 240, the uh, NXs. They had all these dope ass cars that I recognize now because I'm so into that type of JDM car. I'm like, man, that's that's dope. So all learning a new style of things because of course he wants to race and go fast, but take they always mythos mythos or whatever you want to say with Japan. So as they start yeah. to do that shit. And you get, oh, these guys got a new technique. They're drifting. What is but, that? And you see that shit? That shit looks swaggy as fuck. It does. But hold on, though. So because, and you mentioned it, people forget about three. They didn't do anything that, aside from Han. They didn't really do anything to bring three into the mix because I'm feeling like this. Yes, Paul Walker died. But if Paul Walker dies, then bring in the young dog because Dominique gave him, at the end of three, Dominic pulled up and gave him the torch, so to speak. Like, hold it down over mm-hmm. here. Like, you the man now. So, I, I want to say, it's, uh, is it six or seven? I think they bring him in to talk like once. And it, they have a talk with him. And it's like a, it's a really quick talk, like as he's DK or something. I can't even remember. But that was like the most random, like re- off, thrown off scene uh, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool to just integrate them. But other than that, yeah, it was just, they took Han. I was like, all right, cool. You're Han now. <laughs> and, and and you'll use him. And they kind of started that immediately and fast forward. So you've seen like the backstory. And that's kind of where the time shift to. Because I don't, I have no idea the timeline of these movies. Me neither. <laughs> I'll be honest Because they you. changed it. And then like, it was like, Han's dead. Then now Han about to come back to life. I'm like, what so the fuck, it's like, bro? It's like one, two then i think four five yeah one two four five three then six because uh what's the name's brother kills three, him six, or some shit Muffy, yeah, yeah. Muffy, yeah, yeah yeah i don't All know right. shit shit's wild but again the first movie is amazing with because these niggas go from hey we're stealing dvd players to now they are international men and women of mystery so I don't know how we evolved to this level, but shit's there. So one is legit. Two is just an ass movie. They even used a fucking Mitsubishi Eclipse as the cool car. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. Hey, my cousin. Like, why Therese riding that purple green? My cousin had an Eclipse. My cousin. I had wanted an Eclipse. Eclipse until I learned how lame that yeah. was. That, no, that, that movie did punk a lot of niggas. I go, oh man, I need to uh, get the Lancer. And it was like, but the only thing that hey, came from that. I had a Lancer. My Lancer was hard. <laughs> on Grand Theft Auto, I have a Lancer. Um, 
The only thing uh, with um, two, that skyline became legendary. The one that 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 uh, Paul Walker Bryan's uh, had was yep. the the skyline. That skyline, and then he had the European because he sat on the other side. He sat on the passenger side with it. If you're in the Houston area and need a dope studio for your photo or video shoot, hit up Vision Light Studios. They're located at 8443 Almeda Road in the NRG area. They have all the amenities needed to make your shoot an amazing experience with air conditioning, free Wi-Fi, hair and makeup stations, and all the heavy-duty equipment to bring your visual concept to light. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Vision Light Studios and visit their website for more details at visionlightstudio.com. And that, that, yeah, that, the import. He had the lion's colors, that gray and blue. Niggas love that shit, bro. Yeah, like, that shit's hard. Yeah. But the like I said, that I like I like the Evo. He had the the Evo was lit, the yeah, Lancer Evo. Yeah. But yeah, that that eclipse. Wait, didn't hold do it on. For me. You, was, you, you was out here you, street racing? I mean, the, people thought I was because I had an Evo clone. So I bought it from a guy and it looked like it. That's what we were talking. You go back into those old episodes, you talk about me stick shifting. And yeah, doing the fast yeah. and furious shit. That's all we was talking about it. It looked just like that vision. Oh, it couldn't go that fast. But I had my five gears. Shit was fun. I I can't wait to get back into a uh stick shift. I'm thinking about a a civic, another Japanese importer. So I'm get a Honda Civic SI sports injected. Be fun. Fun little coop until I get get some babies out here. I'm yeah. doing it. Um, all right. So, real quick. Daniel uh, Kaluuya, I, I said that right. Oh, shout out to me. Um, <laughs> he won Kaluuya, the Oscar. Kaluuya, yeah, like that. Uh, the nigga from Get Out uh, won the Oscar for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Real quick thoughts. Good for him. What you think? Yeah, I think it's good for him. I'm, I'm not as high on that movie as a lot of people. I think it's important. I think it's necessary. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was the best told story though. But ah. for his acting, I think his I think his acting was good. Well, hold on, so hold on. hold on, why is that? I think the acting carried the movie. That's true. That's true. Why don't you think it was the best told story? You felt like they left a little meat on the bone, or like what was it? Um, just uh, the, so for me, when I watch something, uh, it's like a thematic experience, and we can harken back to um mortal combat mm -hmm. i just felt like sometimes when you're telling a story there's certain beats and for that movie it felt like it was a lot of incomplete beats sewn together to make a pretty good movie because it, it was a, a spy thriller that was entangled into it yeah. and then also like a revolutionary story of revolution True. and then a documentary on the black panthers all these things are happening but they're Mixed interspersed in the together yeah yeah, so I was like, I like things about this movie, but as a total movie, it didn't blow me away like Malcolm X. I gotcha. think Malcolm X is like one of the best biopics ever. Gotcha. Like, I hate Ali, and like it's just not a good movie <laughs> to me. But Malcolm X feel from start to finish, you're you're going with them, Detroit Red, and he just keeps going, and you see him change, and then he's super militant, and then you see him have his awakening through Mecca. So it was a, a really different type of picture that I was like, man, this is fantastic for me thematically. Now, whether it's necessarily accurate or whatever, yeah, that's, that's, ne debatable. that's neither here nor there. 
Yeah. Right. It's it's about the entertainment value. Now for uh Judas and the Black Messiah, I think the acting overall was phenomenal. I think uh the woman that played uh his wife, she killed that shit. I think it was like uh fit Dominic Fishback first name. Dominic Fishback, yeah. yeah. She was yeah. fantastic yeah. in that movie. I think uh Daniel Kalua did a fantastic job. I think Lakeith Stanfield did an amazing job with ticks and everything, the stress on him. Act the acting was phenomenal and that's what you want gotcha. an award for so absolutely but the movie itself i don't think was like the best movie at all now the other thing that happened at the oscar that was worth mentioning uh chadwick boseman got snubbed uh posthumously damn they couldn't even get his nigga a legacy award that would have been I mean, more iconic than than facts which they which they should have but i I, ha- I still haven't Wait, watched it. What, uh, what movie was up? Don't tell me. Ma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. No, he did good in that. He killed it. Yeah, that exactly. He, he and that's what I'm saying. I, I haven't even seen it. I watched his scenes and I was like, damn, he's like you didn't, killing wait, this role. You didn't role. see it? No, I didn't, hey, didn't want to watch that. Nah, I, I, I'll be I, honest with you. It, it was just like, it's one of those things that I was like, I'm going to get to it eventually. Okay, but we were no, no, I, I in one of those kind of black trauma yeah, areas. I was like, yeah. I don't need this right now. Yeah. I was like, but I will watch it I got you. No, nah, that makes sense. That makes sense. It was still good. Though. But I watched him. I watched his role in there because I wanted to see like his hey, nah, acting, and he was killing. He played that shit. It, it, man, man's kills my, every time he's on screen. My Rainey's Black Bottom was like fences. It was a play turned into a movie, yes. so it functioned like a play. And you just or one night in Miami. Yeah, same yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, but I, but I was into it. Yeah, and I forget who won over him. It was somebody that's like, where. <laughs> It was like Al Pacino. It was like some older person, but I, I just didn't feel like, yeah, it was that great. So that that was just interesting to me. But I would see a legacy award coming because he did a lot of great work in a short period of time. So um, with that said, yeah, recipes chat with Bozeman. Shout out to Daniel Kaluuya for winning the award. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, actually, just to kind of rein it in uh, for a pick of the week, quick pick of the week. Okay, okay. Netflix, uh, they just dropped a new anime called uh, I think it's Yasuke, uh-huh. and Lakeith Stanfield is playing a uh, black samurai oh, in shit. Japan. Okay, okay, I, I started watching a little bit of it. The animation is still a little bit Americanized, but it, it, it started being dope. Like, oh, this, this is kind of dope. It was kind of dope. He had, he had the uh, the hair, I, I like kind of the choice with the hair, he kind of like have it braided up locks at some time and i haven't got all the way into it but so far it was pretty interesting it looked dope it got like some robots and some other shit and then he, it was basically he was an indentured serve servant in japan and then he ended up winning his freedom and getting taught by that same guy who he was uh under the way of the samurai gotcha. and then he starts to like while everything else is falling apart He's kind of taken up, so he has all these skills and shit. But I haven't got any further than that. Okay. So far, though, I, I like this. I'm interested in that. Okay. Um. All right. Well, you didn't see Invincible, so the the, the final. I have, episode I'm excited. I'm, though. Not, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, so we we gonna keep it moving off that. Just tell me, was it lit? It was lit. It was lit, and, and okay. it was a strong finale, and it leaves more. Ooh. It leaves more. Season two is about to be even litter. Let's just put it like that. Yes. So I want to ask you this. They got renewed for season two and three. Yeah, yeah. They as they should, because it's a lot, it's a lot of story left there. So I'll ask you real quick. I'm so hype. Who wins 
in a three in a triangle match between Cole Young from Mortal Kombat, Sam Wilson the Falcon, <laughs> and Mark Grayson, aka Invincible. Invincible. No. <laughs> Uh, whew, man, there's a lot of ass weapons being handed out at that arena. But wait, I don't know because technically none of them can necessarily fight. Exactly. So who's going to be the one who's the, the, the answer well, is me. I'm going to go with Invincible. Nah, I wouldn't even say that. I'll go with the Falcon because the Falcon somehow come managed to come out on top. Whether he got backup, whether he got something, I'm going to go with the Falcon because Cole Young is trash. Let's just be clear. Trash bag Cole. Yeah, big um, trash. Yeah. Trash back trash. Mark Grayson Invincible. still has to find himself. I think the Falcon has learned how to win because he's fought into extraterrestrial threats and, and alien invaders and all of that shit. So I think But let's that, not act like he, he wasn't he wasn't serving the extraterrestrials. It doesn't he wasn't matter. Even in, hey, he wasn't even hey, in uh the battle hey, for New York. If that nigga got it, dusted. If you're on the championship back, team, if you're on the Fuck championship here, team, fam. you still get a ring. Okay, let's just be real. Um, the the American Falcon was denied a bank loan. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, I'm going with Falcon. Falcon their credit ain't good. I'm going with Invincible. He could get a loan. Uh, all right. So <laughs> I want to close this out. And you know us. We ain't we ain't like dr- dr- what I call draft junkies where we like. Oh, hey, oh my God, the first two picks. If they if they do this, they can have a consolidation pick and they'll be able to have so. What's your thoughts just on kind of the first the first night of the NFL draft, like first round, like like projections, all these quarterbacks. Finally, we were we were predicting, okay, where were they gonna go, and, and now it's set, mm-hmm. right? Um, first off, what are your thoughts? Just like, was there any? And we ain't got to go line by line, but what were some things that stuck out to you from the first round? And did your team draft the way that you wanted them to, as in the Cleveland Browns or the Pittsburgh Steelers? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm not going to talk about any of the draft at all. Okay. I'm just, I'm going to talk about the draft without talking about the draft. Just gotcha. letting you know now. Gotcha. So my my observations. One, nigga. Um, I was mad salty because I was supposed to be there. It's in Cleveland, Ohio. I had tickets to be with the homies. And I couldn't get in because guess what? I'm not vaxxed. And they said, oh, no big vax energy? Stay your ass at home. And I was like, oh, bro, I had to, to hook up. So shout out to, to the beef, couldn't get there. So trash, that's number one, salty. Number two, uh, Cleveland got the pick from, uh, like they were having certain hosts and different people come from the different places around to actually announce the pick sometime. So the the girl that picked, that got to read the Cleveland pick was from Shaw High School. That's what they said. Damn. But she was light-skinned. I don't believe this. I think I, I feel this is a, a fictoral. This is fictitious. She was because no light skinned person has ever went to Shaw High School. Damn. Ever. So, so Shaw. I think she all tutored. the dark skins. Shaw High School is it, it is is ultra East Cleveland. Damn. So. Shout out to East Cleveland. Shout out to my up the way niggas, my down the way niggas, my Saint Clair niggas, my kinsmen niggas. What up though? <laughs> it, it was back in the day when I was uh, running these streets. My first girlfriend was from down the way, and yeah, she was she was the one light skinned girl in uh, DTW. Was it she? She where she go to? She went to uh, a school that's no longer there. Let's say it used to be there, and that shit ain't even there no more. So Sh- shout hey. out, to, shout out to all the BBWs on DTW. 
<laughs> yeah, so there, there was that. Um, and then, you know what? I'll talk a little bit about the draft. I think Cleveland's pick was a, a good safe pick. It was nothing special to happen. My main thought process, I really wanted Justin Fields to go to, uh, not the Cowboys, but New England. I thought that would have been really cool, Ohio State quarterback, because I think it's horribly bullshit that he fell so far in the draft. I think he went like uh, 15 or something like that, or, or 17, something, something like that, but he failed to Chicago. Uh, Chicago Bears, they have had what Mitch Trubisky and Rex Grossman and a bunch of other underachieving niggas at quarterback <laughs> since forever. Thanks. So I'm... They have a lot of pieces that you will want to see. I think Justin Fields is a work hard and he's going to be good yeah. if he doesn't have to necessarily start day one, well, which on. I feel well, is probably on. going to be what, what happens. Hold on. Because when you speak about the NFC North, you're speaking about my division. Okay. I mean, so you know better than anybody else. No, They've been first defense off, and running back maybe. Yeah. So first off, Shout out to the Packers, right? Because fuck those niggas. <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I can say fuck them too. Aaron Rodgers said what I've been saying, and that's fuck the fuck motherfucking the Packers. Packers. <laughs> right before the draft, it was like Aaron Rodgers wants out. He's adamant. It's not a control thing. It's all these articles and think pieces and stuff. Hey, guess what? I don't give a fuck. Let them crumble. Let that shit burn to the fucking ground. I don't give a okay? fuck. I'll yeah. play that shit. Me- melt that cheese. For the nigga. nigga, you feel me? Melt that cheese, bro. Fuck the Packers. Fuck everything. Fuck Lambo. Fuck Vince Lombardi. F- fuck uh, uh, whoever fuck else. Fuck the Lambo go- League. Yeah. Fuck cheese. Fuck Devontae Adams. <laughs> fuck uh. Uh, all the niggas, anybody that play for the Packers, fuck them. Uh, the Lions, so they drafted uh, Sewell, who was like, they projecting dog to be That's like a Hall of Fame, like he's like a, a certified Hall of Fame offensive lineman. And niggas was mad. They was like, bro, how do you have a quarterback rich, wide receiver rich draft? Any other time the Lions would have drafted a, a wide receiver and they did not in this draft. I don't have a problem with it. After listening, shout shout out to my dog, Aunt Paige and Corey Woods. They got a show called Everything Is. They on the Woodward Sports Sports Network, and they they, they give a lot of game. And they said, look here, we invested in all the football minds. We got Brad Holmes, who's responsible for, like, hella uh, Pro Bowl selections when he drafted. He was a a scout for um, for the Rams. We got Jack Dorsey, who you know very well from the Cleveland Browns. And I watch Hard Knock. I fuck with Jack Dorsey. Let's be clear. Jack Dorsey was not the problem when Cleveland did their thing. With Jack Dorsey helped Cleveland, if anything. So these are some of the top football minds on some money ball shit that's like, hey, look, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to put this with that. They're trying to put – now, the only thing that I have a problem with, I have, I'm okay with the pick because, like they said, dog is a monster as far as an offensive lineman. How y'all gonna invest? And I understand it, but I just have to get this off. I'm waiting for you to say it. Go ahead. How y'all gonna invest in protecting Jared Goff, but no, not I'm in Matthew Stafford? Okay, now I understand it's a different regime, so I understand. But hey, fuck, fuck Jared Goff. Hindsight is 2020. Okay, Bro, Jared Goff will never be my quarterback. I don't give a fuck if Dog comes out the first six games and throws 4,000 yards for for every game for forever. Fuck that nigga. He's not my quarterback. He's Joey Harrington light to me. Okay. When, like, no, dead ass. Jared Goff is not that man. Okay. Now, 
the system now shout out shout out can it, it be john kitna no not even him not even him Dang. fucking jeff garcia fucking i'll take mike mcmahon before i take jared golf okay yeah. white vic aka mike mcmahon um <laughs> Are you looking for a reliable mechanic to tune your car up so you can get back and forth? Then you need to call Coachworks Auto. Coachworks Auto offers custom painting, fabrication, and even minor engine repair. Give them a call at 313-779-9743 and set up your appointment today. I don't want I, I, I know everybody tell me oh Jared Goff did this Jared Goff was a product of the system that they was building out there in LA now thank God for him that the front office is from LA so they're going to try to rebuild around him but they don't have the plays that Sean McVay has Dan Campbell is not Sean McVay okay I am disappointed now I like the pick but they should have got a quarterback they should have got a quarterback I'm sorry or, or a wide receiver, but I understand. I understand the, the, the dynamics because there were some reunions that happened this year because some of the guys that got drafted, i.e., uh, with my man from Alabama. What's dog name? The wide receiver from Alabama, the Heisman uh, dude. Forgot, but I know you, you know about. what I'm saying. He got reunited with Jalen Hurts, which we don't even know if Jalen yep. Hurts is going to be the starter in Philadelphia. All right, whatever. Then two was mm-hmm. wide receiver dude got drafted with him mm-hmm. and then there was another pairing they got put um, together uh the new form jaguars yeah yeah, yeah. so uh the quarterback and i lawrence. think the receiver lawrence and, and trevor, whoever yeah, his, trevor his lawrence. Is. cool all right i'm with all of that whatever but for the lions it's like look here i don't trust jared goff I, I respect that y'all trying to protect dog and y'all want him to like feel comfortable and understand. So I, we going to see how this goes, but just know I am never a fan of Jared Goff. I don't give a fuck if he succeeds or not. I am just even buying, if there's a fire. I am buying the time. I am buying the time. I don't give a fuck if we go six and no, because we we as Lion fans know what happens. Like he he got that no. six. He, he he keeps saying six. Yeah, if we go six and no, six. If we go six and no, six. If we go six and no, might just win a place in my heart. No, nah, no, nah, fuck that. If he go no, nah, because I know what as a Lions fan, I know what it's like to go eight and no and then go zero and eight. Okay, so fuck, that. and I know what it's like to go zero and sixteen. So you gonna have to impress me like a whole lot. He got to take us to a championship to win me over. That's it. That's the expectations that i'm setting for dog okay because not, I, not even playoffs not, not even second not, round playoffs shout out to matthew stafford matthew stafford is gonna lead uh the, <laughs> matthew stafford look at that happy white face <laughs> matthew do you like an audible ruckus that uh, neck almost broke. <laughs> in, yes, in case y'all listening I, I pulled up a bobblehead of matthew stafford that i keep on my desk <laughs> for motivation because he is in fact a gunslinger a real gunslinger a dog motivation. a wolf a, 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 a real nigga matthew stafford is that guy um, Jared Goff, however, is not, and I don't give a fuck. Whatever he does, he's not gonna win me over. So I'm just buying time until he's out of here, and then we'll make a trade, or we'll have fucking Tim Couch come out of retirement to fucking lead us to the playoffs. Yeah, you know, look, look, look how I- <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not even addressing that. All I'm gonna say is this: your your team in front office is showing like, hey, which we're, we're hindsight is twenty twenty. 
We're putting the past behind us and we're making some smart moves. I this might not be the that. popular move, but you gotta invest in protecting the quarter. And the Lions are always up there with sex as Matt Stafford because he was getting hit or hurried. They broke his on every back. Play. They but broke that's why his he was a... thumb. They broke his ankle. They broke they everything broke on that wheel. man. And no, no, they, they broke didn't. his nah, wheel. Nah, yeah, no, 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 they didn't. No, they didn't. They did not break his wheel. That, that man was still throwing four thousand yards uh, uh, and throwing hail marys, and he was still. But they broke his collarbone, and he was still out there <laughs> balling on these niggas. Okay, without an arm, I spit. Okay, and, and I'm gonna tell <laughs> you why that bitch ass nigga Jared Goff can never be. Never be Matthew Stafford because last year in the playoffs, the Rams was like, all right, Jared Goff hurt. He got to get surgery. All right, let's go to this young nigga that we were waiting to see because we seen him in practice and he can get it in, right? And and then the young dog got his neck snapped and they was like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? And Jared Goff's like, hey, guys, you know, I could play. No, no, before the young nah, dog got his neck snapped, Jared Goff's like, hey, guys, no, I'm a competitor. I'm a champion. I want to play for my team. Not Jared, sit down. It's cool. No, 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 guys, I can really do it. Shh, shh, shh. Hush now, my sweet shut, child. Shut, shut, shut your mouth. It's all shut, good. Shut your mouth. Shut, shut your mouth. Shut, shut your mouth. Young guy <laughs> who, can, who can run and be mobile, we want you out here. No, 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 but seriously, shut up, Jared. If you say another word, we'll cut you. Or we're going to drop tapes of you at the massage parlor with Deshaun Watson. Now, shut the fuck up and don't say nothing. Okay. Then Warford goes out there, get his neck snap, and then Jared's like, hey, guys, like, I know I had surgery, but I can hey, shut the fuck up, Jared. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else? Can we get Colin Kaepernick? Okay, nah, that's too. We can't do that. All right. Uh, Willie Beeman. Is <laughs> Willie is Willie Beeman available? Okay, no. Okay. What about Falco? No? Okay. Fuck no. it. All right, Jared Goff, go the fuck in there, and Jared Goff stunk it up. Okay. Now he was hurt in his defense, but they was they, they are not you sold can't on, shit him. on him so hard. Did defend him and then shit on him again. Nah, I am. Love yes, you. I can. You, yes, I can. Yeah, no, nah, I, I never loved him. I never loved him. Okay, never. I just want you to know, I never he, left him. And I'm saying all this to say he will never be my quarterback. Anyway, moving on to more funner things. E Ray, I have a question for you, and I would like some answers. Okay, <laughs> I like some answers. Okay, give me some answers because if, if answering if, the answering the tough questions. All right, <laughs> that's what we do here on <laughs> Ruckus. All right, get down to the shit. Cause fuck this draft, and I'm gonna say this on wax. Okay, all of these niggas are bums until they show up until and proven otherwise. Yeah, no, until proven otherwise. I don't know. Wait, what do you mean? He was the highly touted until that translates over to, that he did good <laughs> over there, but until it translates over to here, we don't know. Right, because it's all about system, it's all about the team, it's all about the personnel, it's all about all of that shit. So I ain't giving none of these niggas no, no benefit of no doubt. Let's see, especially with Facts. all these quarterbacks. So I gotta ask you, E Ray, in movie foot in movie football them. <laughs> who are you taking number one overall? And I'm gonna give you your options, so pay attention closely. Okay. You have Willie Beeman from any given Sunday. Willie Beeman. Shane Falco from The Replacements. Rod, okay. Rod Tidwell from Jerry Maguire. Mm -hmm. Bobby Boucher Jr. from The Waterboy. Earl Miggett, which was Nelly's character in <coughs> The Longest Yard, the running back who played barefoot with no shoes. Then we have Forrest Gump. <laughs> Julius Campbell. Uh, from the uh the, the uh Wood Harris left side, uh, strong side, exactly. From from Remember the Titans or Booby Miles from Friday Night Lights. You want to win? Put Booby in. 
Um, it depends. Am I am I choosing for the Browns or what team? No, no, you choosing for the E Ray ass kickers. <laughs> Ooh, see that makes it harder because I don't know what our needs are. No, I'm gonna, no, I, no. You in it? Not nah, fuck that. You in the NFC? Uh, you in the AFC North? Okay. Right. You are running the Browns this year, and you need to. You you, you got Baker okay. Mayfield as your quarterback. You got Denzel Ward. You got all everything that the Browns have now, and okay. you have to add gotcha. one of these players to the mix. Okay. So let me start. Let me just start disqualifying people. Um, I don't think uh, we need any more showboating or vomiting on the field. So Willie Beeman is disqualified. Um, <laughs> I can't. I got. We have a fantastic uh, running back tandem with Chubb and uh, Hunt. So uh, Meg, get us out of here. Yeah. Uh. Uh, booby, uh, yeah, same same difference. We, Gla- we don't glass need... knee booby. All right, out of there. Yeah. So we, ooh, Miles Garrett is still a, a little young, but he's a phenomenal talent. So we got to get rid of uh, Julius. We don't need Julius. <laughs> now, Shane Falco, we've had. 18 Shane Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need that. You don't need, you don't need the underdog uh, plucky quarterback. <laughs> no, that, that was, uh, I can't even remember dog's name. We had him and we shipped him to uh, Arizona for a little bit. He brought, he got us our 10 win season and then we lost to Cincinnati. Arizona. What a shit show. Who the fuck? Yeah. I, I can look it I up. Don't I'm even a, remember. For, my, for integrity, I will look it up. But uh, I think because of our our core, where we, well, where we are, because y'all already got Odell Beckham, so y'all already got a diva wide receiver, so you can't it can't be. Yeah, so I, I so I can't I can't have Rod and Rod. We trust you don't want to um, you don't want Forrest Gump. I just come on. I mean Forrest, he got his mind other places, so he he'll be just doing too much. That leads. I'm gonna go with Bobby, I gotta go with Bobby Boucher because <laughs> our de- all we missing is a lit ass defensive linebacker. Go. That just knock niggas brains out, yeah. along with Denzel Ward. Yeah, that uh, I'm with easy, you. easy money. If, if if so, um, hypothetically, if I'm the Lions and this and that, I'm picking Bobby Boucher because he gonna anchor my defense. He gonna get through. He he gonna stop the quarterback and he gonna be he a gonna force. be looking to rip people's arms off yes. and bite their noses, whatever your quarterback or whatever your coach was saying. He gonna be a he's fuck. gonna murder people for yeah. us. Like, okay, he gonna be a gotcha. force. He gonna be a force because I don't care if a thousand men died on my right or a thousand men died on my left. I'm gonna stay focused on what's ahead. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> Did you find a quarterback yet? I want to know who this nigga is. I'm, who went to Arizona? I'm, uh, I was about to say Kelly Holcomb, but it's not Kelly Holcomb. Derek Anderson. Ah. Derek right. Anderson. He, he, was, the, he, he, was a, he was a gunslinger, too, too. He played for the Panthers, too, didn't he? Yeah. he. That was, at, I think, the tail end of his career. Ah, he, okay. was a, he was a gunslinger. We put him in, and he was working for us. He led uh, Cleveland to a 10-win season. And all we had to do was beat Cincinnati, who was clearly out the playoffs. And lost, and we did not reach a playoff. Damn. And then he went to Arizona and had a decent couple, like two seasons there, and then he was out again. Yeah. So yes, <laughs> shout out to Derek Anderson. Then. Um, shout out. All right, so that's all I got this week. Uh, we ain't gonna cover Invincible. We are gonna wait till you you catch up on it and stuff. And then I I'm need I need you right now because I know you right about now. Let, 
we'll just talk in a group chat when you get done with Snowfall, so we we can really see like what you think yeah. of that shit because that shit is lit. Yeah, all all the shows is off now, so it's like all right, well, time to nah. go into something. Nah, it's time to so read that's books. Snowfall. Nah, no, we no. Yeah, that's what fuck Snowfall that. going. Nah, fuck Snowfall. We about to read books. We about to come. All right, book of the week. <laughs> book <laughs> of the week. We about to start the inaugural. I Rock read book club. I, Ethan. You read the bad guy has, read Hustler uh, magazine. No, adult, we're not reading those types of adult, books. <laughs> adult uh ADHD. So I can't focus on anything. I'll be done read three pages. So this week we uh we talking about um the first chapter of uh how to pimp a butterfly with the the man of the superior way. <laughs> I don't know. I, so, so I've been Start, reading I'm, I've been reading the, the Nipsey sweating. Hussle book, and uh, I'm going to tell you, it's a little underwhelming. I'm in the first three, four chapters of it. I think I'm on chapter four now, and I'm just mm-hmm. a little underwhelmed. And maybe uh, we'll talk about it later, but like, I think it's because I like, I, maybe because I'm a fan and I'm too close to it that I'm just like, this feels exploitive, but um, exploitative, like whatever the word is, mm-hmm. whatever the adjective is. I said it in my mind. You heard me. Yeah, I was like, exploitative. Um, Shout out to exploitative. you. Exp- yeah, 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 exploitative. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, whatever. Hey, look, tomato, we, tomato. We educated and tomato I'm drunk. Man, Randy Savage. So, so whatever. Whatever. Look, all I know is like <laughs> the book is okay, but I feel like I don't know. It ain't quite doing it for me, but we'll see. Um, but anyway, we about to cut to some music. Um, this next track is called <laughs> Better, Better Every Day by King Cut. Shout out to Tulsa, Oklahoma, man. And I just want to say this. Make Shout sure, out to Jehovah. Yes, Lord. Um, I want y'all to go on Instagram. I want y'all to follow Fire in Little Africa. Okay. It's a project coming out of Tulsa. Every Because everybody in this climate, everybody's like, well, what about Tulsa? And what about Black Wall Street and what they did? I want y'all to know what's really going on now. Don't get stuck in the past. Okay. Shout out to Steph Simon, World Culture Music, uh, uh, Dial Tone. Motherfucking King Cut, like like JC Shields the Third, like niggas is out here booming, right? It's a lot of artists and a lot of creatives out there. I've been blessed enough to be tapped in with Tulsa. Shout out to JC for that. Um, and they doing big things. They just signed a deal with Motown to drop this Little Fires in Africa album, where it's featuring a lot of talent from around the Tulsa area. They doing shit where like there was a um a mansion. The Skyline Mansion that was like, you know what I'm saying? That's like uh, where one of the oppressors in the Tulsa area, like that was his home. They was able to get in here. They held like, they had food trucks and bounce houses and like basically a black excellence picnic out on these lawns. They they converted the mansion into a recording space for this album. And the album is coming soon, right? But if y'all been listening to this show, y'all know we've been playing these artists for the past five years. So I just want y'all to tap in with them. I think that, you know, it's just very progressive. And we always talk about, well, what's happening? And what do we have to do now? It's already happening underneath you, right? It doesn't have to be as pronounced. Because if you read the spook by the door, the revolution is underground, baby. And And we are that. Okay, yeah. so the revolution won't be televised. You feel me? So make sure y'all check that out or tweet it. No, it probably will be tweeted. It probably will be. Yeah, you probably gonna, gonna see a lot of people up. die. Yeah. You're gonna see a lot of people die. You're gonna, end up, you're gonna end up like it's, my it's nah, you're gonna end up like my man from Judas and the Black Messiah. It's gonna be that one nigga that's just like, hey y'all, we going live. We got the straps here. We about to ride on the government. And then next thing you know, before y'all pull out, they on y'all. They on y'all ass. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, the government officials haven't announced and these are people of color uh that america is not a racist country so 
There's that, guys. Yeah. Do do. They told you. Your leadership told you it's not. Yeah. Enjoy that. Question, real quick, before we go. Moneybag Joe. I was, I was about to say, has Moneybag Joe? Um, have y'all seen or heard from Dog or Kamala? Like at all? It's we're going into like halfway through the year, and she's he's he said. Uh, Basically, racism is over because of uh, the George Floyd, um, Derek Chauvin verdict. Yeah. Uh, Kamala has told us that uh, America is not a racist country, but we do have to acknowledge um, what's going on in the country, which is racism by default, epso facto, making it a racist fucking country. Can't make this shit up. Uh, this shit is as underwhelming as Mortal Kombat. I didn't order this government. I didn't order this president. This is wish wish.com president. So hey, it is what, what do you know? Same shit, different face. Guess what? More little story for this entire episode. Eat what you fucking kill. Alright. So make sure all right, no, no. So better every day. This is by King Cut. And then uh, I'm going to play Supreme by me because I'm getting money, nigga. <laughs> Bitch, I'm oh, the dream money when basic. I'm Supreme. Uh, it was all Where am I, Adidas? <laughs> when I ride on the scene. Since I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> With your bow jeans and the checker strings. No. Uh, Jabot jeans. Hey, Stress. I didn't realize till watching Young Rock like how important Jabot jeans was. That's just all we knew growing up. But mm. apparently, Jabot jeans was a status symbol. So I was a Young Rock baller. <laughs> e. All right, we up out of here. Baller, shot caller. Shot caller. Uh, this is Notable Ruckus. <laughs> mother, 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 mother. Eat your kids. And appreciate it. I wake up, I drink my water, eat my steel cut oatmeal, hop behind the wheel, take my prince to school, home trail. Hit the gym with that gym corking, he stay on my back. When somebody wanna see you better, they gon' call you out on your slack. If I ain't in there, I'm in my joggers, jogging in my fanny pack. Pack a backwards up in there with the spirit of Andre Mac Drake. Yeah, I love my green spring mix and avocado. Kale and baby spinach, hold on, baby, let me finish. Talking limes, all the chokes and asparagus. Benevolence is evident that King Cut on some getting better shit. Now, hard times, like him, Jay, fade away, focused on ball time. Like him, Jay, fade away, flavor king time. All the rest fade away. Out of nothing, I made away. The negative niggas, I stayed away. I'm enhancing and advancing in like every single way. I've been out of on a mission, baby, every single day. So I get it every single way, every single day. I wake up and I tell myself I'm getting better every day. I'm enhancing and advancing in like every single way. I've been out of on a mission, baby, every single day. So I get it every single way, every single day. I wake up and I tell myself I'm getting better every day. I'm the new version of me, investing like every dollar. You won't do business with me, come correct when you holler. I wake up, say, after.
affirmations, look up for vacation. Yeah, I'm rich and I'm wealthy and I'm healthy and amazing. Read a book, it don't matter what kind as long as it got words. Open it up, let my mind fly like one of them birds. I'm a leader like a dolphin, my crush is a unicorn. Flavors only, flavor pack, flavor tea, that's my uniform. Yeah, I love progression, tussle, world, catch me out. Can't forget about hustle, luck, cause no tussle, that's what we bout. I cut yards, I cut her, I cut old girl for the right price. In this world, trying to get a slice, it's a gamble, I don't need no dice. Nigga, hard times, like MJ, fade away, focus on ball time. Like MJ, fade away, flavor king time. All the rest fade away. Add of nothing, I made away. Them nigga, them niggas, I stayed away. I'm enhancing and advancing in like every single way. I've been at her on a mission, baby, every single day. So I get it every single way, every single day. I wake up and I tell myself I'm getting better every day. I'm enhancing and advancing in like every single way. I've been at her on a mission, baby, every single day. So I get it every single way, every single day. I wake up and I tell myself I'm getting better every day. What up, though? It's your boy, Uncle Skeetar, and you are listening to Inaudible Ruckus. Make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and SoundCloud, and check out the website, inaudibleruckus.com. It's Inaudible Ruckus, motherfucker. It was all a dream as the sun gleams like the black diamonds on my pinky ring. Match the beams on my Cuban link. The trophies of a young king reminiscent over schemes that let me reign supreme. 13 Jerome jeans and top 10 Adidas with the checker strings. Trying to get the cream by any means. Running plays with the team. Stacking cheddar, stacking pros. Trying to reinvest the extra steel that nigga. My reality separate Long distance Calling plays Applying pressure From Texas Couple Texas Had the wolves Come stretch them On deck Rather lace the hood With my lessons School them session By session Come back with the gym So they don't feel neglected I'm back on deck And I'm rapping Still mobbing But know that God first for protection Keep the weapon Be second No I'm flexing Moving how I move With discretion Supreme being Too blessed to be stressing all right y'all this has been episode 265 appreciate y'all for joining us hope y'all learned something this episode man you know um what we strive to do is man these slower news weeks instead of just kind of giving y'all that regurgitated bullshit man let's let's talk the real shit let's talk about the shit that's gonna help y'all so you know hopefully you know your mental health is better Hopefully, you know, you got a um, kind of a set plan on how you want to go. I told y'all, man, look into that freelance work, that 1099 work. You feel me? I like, let's get this money for real. Everybody talking about investing and stuff. Invest in yourself. You feel me? Be intentional. Invest in yourself. Handle your business. You feel me? We don't have time to waste right now, man. And, and I'm adamant about that. And if you stuck or you feel like you don't know what to do, man, follow me on Instagram. And I don't want to sound arrogant or nothing like that, man. But I'm trying to show y'all the way for real. I'm trying to show y'all how to get it in. I'm trying to show y'all like, like like how to like uphold, you know what I'm saying, certain standards and principles. If you don't have that for yourself or you weren't privy to that growing up or whatever, man, just I got you. Don't worry about it. You feel me? Like, like just look over here and, and just do as I do. You feel me? 
and do as I say. I know I'll be on here talking all crazy and stuff, man, but I'll be giving y'all some game and I'll be talking that real shit. I mean what I say on here. I'm intentional with my, with my words, man. You feel me? But anyway, uh, cop the merch, you know what I'm saying? AudibleRuckers.com slash shop naturally nay. Uh, the moisturizer duo go to inaudibleruckus.com slash naturally nay midnightclubmerch.com muse lux aesthetics beauty studios gross power washing and cleaning um coachworks unlimited those are the sponsors for the show man so y'all make sure y'all tap in with them make sure you follow me on instagram at skeet gross you'll be able to you know what i'm saying just pick up on all everybody that's tapped in with us the ecosystem shout out to the inaudible bros shout out to smiles with the music impulse and the shaw vs smiles series you know what I'm saying? They doing their thing. Uh, shout out to my dog, P.O., up out of Maple Heights, man. He got the uh, the Follow Suit podcast. And then DJ Nomadic out of Cleveland. He got the, um, what was it, the, the, the Barnyard Gang uh, podcast. And then he got the Angles Beyond 90. You feel me? So make sure y'all tap in with those dudes. Uh, we building, man. You know, everybody like, like, and I played some music from Tulsa and stuff. So, shout out to Tulsa, man. They doing their thing. Shout out to JC Seals the third, uh, the homie Steph Simon, King Cut, uh, Dial Tone, you know what I'm saying? All the world culture music. Shout out to uh, the Fire and Little Africa Project, man. Like, it's a lot going on, right? So, when people be sitting around and scrambling, like, what are we going to do? We need solutions. We need to figure it out. We already offering them to y'all, man. You just got to walk in that, right? And, and be confident in your march. Be intentional in your march. I'm going to continue to preach that. You feel me? But again, next episode. <laughs> All right. But like my OGs used to tell me, go with God and fuck the rest. It's an audible ruckus, motherfucker. I'm going to be rolling this hole. What a bad damn dog. I warned you about the bang of the furnace, but you wouldn't listen. The party done. Get the hell out of here.